The Drill. From the studios at Republic Services, we'll handle it from here. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Coogan Nation. Time to rise and shine and start your day with Duval Sports Media Big Steppers. Dan Hicken. You know it! Jeff Proctor. It's a big deal. Gosh, it sure is a big deal. And E to the T. E.T. is in the booth. <laughs> <laughs> Rise and shine. Googans, go time on a Tuesday morning. Yeah, we got some work to do, huh? Uh, first and foremost, Merry Christmas. Welcome to RJ in the booth with us today. Appreciate you, my brother. How we doing? Good, man. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. You have a good Christmas? Yeah, Relatively. man. How about you? I feel for you cats that are away from your family and, you know, don't have everyone around this time of year, so I hope you found it uh, enjoyable. Just hang out like the rest of us, watch some sports. Pretty much what went down. Um, so, uh, <laughs> I know what we got for Christmas, huh? We got a big old teal and black lump of coal, didn't we? What has happened to our football team? Hopefully, Breakfast with Pacelli will have some better answers than we can come up with. But push from Monday to Tuesday due to the holiday. We'll talk to the big fella about the rapidly deteriorating state uh, of the Jacksonville Jaguars. And it bottomed out on Sunday, didn't it? I mean, that took us back to the old days. And when we go back to the old days around here, not a good place to revisit. No, that was like a 5-11 and 11 Jaguar team is what that was. That was Blake Bortles at New Orleans. That was old Blaine Gabbert giving it a shot in Kansas City one afternoon. Non-competitive is how I would describe it. It, it started you know, right out of the gate. Look, the, the, the common theme here, and it's pretty obvious at this point, is whatever has uh, taken place transpired here over the last, I don't know, six, eight weeks. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is a shell of the quarterback uh, that we're expecting that probably still be. But even the one that we got on the second half of last year and then the first half of this, remember that tidy little stat that we had earlier in the year that over the last 17 games, Jags were 13-4? and Trevor's numbers on par with, with the better quarterbacks around the league. The injury started with, with the knee, continued with the ankle, goes in the concussion protocol, loses Christian Kirk, loses Zay Jones. The offensive line can't, can't generate a bit of rushing offense. It's just now tsunamied into, I don't know. I'm sure you are like me, and what Sunday did was suck the last bit of confidence out of you. Maybe not optimism. Things can change so rapidly in the NFL, but not typically for a team that really is not going to get some magic, some magic bean here before a postseason that made very well. And I say this now with like true objectivity and meaning may not even be a playoff team. I mean, we have sunk hard to the bottom how much sand is on us can we swim back to the top for air if you are completely confident that the ship gets righted at home this week against Carolina I'm not in that boat I'm not we've lost four in a row the excuses are over we are a we're no longer a not great team we're no longer a good team We're no longer an average team. 
We're a bad football team. We're a bad football team that can only be saved from a losing record this year by the season mercifully ending. And that prospect of a winning season is far from a done deal with the Carolina Panthers coming to town this weekend. Because somehow, amazingly, we've gone from 8-3 and three to I'm not sure we can beat the Panthers. I'm not. No shtick, no bit. No clue. I don't know. Bryce Young and Carolina seemed to get a little bit better over this past weekend. Put up 30 on the Packers. Game went right down to the final whistle. Couldn't get a ball spike for a chance to go overtime. We got our pants pulled down and spanked by the Tampa Bay Yucks, boys. By Baker Mayfield, taking number one, but already on his third team. Our number one pick threw it to their guys as often as ours, it seemed. And again, to me, to me, uh, noted, entrenched, Trevor, apologist slash believer. Long-term vision, I haven't been knocked off of that. But right now, I'm in the camp with y'all that don't think Trevor's going to get it done. For for that myriad of reasons, and we'll continue to parse through those as we go on today. And we got a what a fun week this is, man! You got the NFL coming down the home stretch, and now those big college football games looming on the weekend that's upcoming. Finally, after all the heartbreak from those that didn't get in and the preparation of those that did, let's settle some things, shall we? Maybe time to actually put a little bit of thought into who wins Michigan-Alabama? Who wins Texas-Washington? And who wins it all? FSU-Georgia comes up at the end of the weekend as well. I don't know if you saw Tate Rodemaker's gone into the portal. FSU, uh, most undoubtedly, they have a good quarterback coming in in the class, but most undoubtedly is going to go back to a, a transfer. Hope they hit the, hit the wheel of fortune in the transfer portal again. I mean, Jordan Travis's development cannot be under or overstated as to what this football team became in the last two years. Well, what a doggone dirty shame that he wasn't able to finish it out. Well, he wasn't able to put his name next to Charlie Ward and 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 Chris Winkie and Jameis Winston, quarterbacks who won it all at Florida State in the last, what, 30 years. But that quarterback position, which is so important, and there was growing pains getting Travis there, certainly, right? Is it DJ Ungagalele? What? <laughs> Good luck with that one, right? All the one for Christmas is a pronunciation guide. Um, so what we shall see, and we got, boy, I just, it's hard to see a path where this isn't a beatdown at the hands of Georgia, even considering who the dogs may be without. I'll submit this opinion a little bit later with, with Pest of the Day. And and granted, there's some hometown tug here that gets involved with this opinion, I reckon, as we say here in the South. Doesn't it just feel wrong for Trevor Etienne to go from Florida to Georgia? And again, listen, there'll be a receiver starting for Alabama this weekend who helped beat Georgia in the SEC championship game, uh, Burton. Right, I, it, 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 so it, it happens. 
going from rival to rival or contender to contender. But man, of all the teams in all the land and all the conferences, you got to pick Georgia. Boy, if that doesn't show you right now the state of, you know, the state of hitman in college football. You can pay the cash. I'll bring the weaponry. Just shoot me a Venmo. And the Gators, for their part of taking the high road, there is no other road to take. Billy Napier continues to get just beaten to hell in the portal. He's not done a damn thing to make the football team really significantly better. I read a column this weekend, Florida's the new Vandy. It, it is right now the lowest of lows in Gainesville, Florida. It is as bad as you old-timers out there, and I'm, I'm catching up, by the way, on old-timer status, but you old-timers out there, I, I'm, you go back as far, if you got ears that work this morning and you've been following the Gators, tell me, tell me when it was worse. Well, from the prospect of back-to-back to now back-losing seasons, it never has been, literally. But just overall, it's, 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 we're reaching damn near embarrassment status in, in Gainesville. With a, a, let's be honest. It was a pitiful recruiting class. And we sit here and sell it. And I know Dan is of the opinion that they got four or five at the top that are really good football players. That's great. They also have lost, you know, really good football players to conference rivals. Uh, Princely, you, at least the Ole Miss, not the most bitter rival. And, and I get it's the state of college football today. But, man, man you, you, you want to talk about really wondering who is climbing into that foxhole with you every Saturday afternoon. It, it's never been more in doubt. I mean, that, that's laying down your weapon and joining the Germans, bro. I mean, that, that, that's in the middle of a war. Just, yeah, here you go. Here's my credentials. I'm going to go over there and fight for France. And so even though you knew it was coming and the rumor had been there, it just doesn't, it just, it feels like another just indictment. And you know what? In the old days, transfer you city year, it wouldn't feel that way. There'd be some sort of, I don't want to use the word punishment, some sort of at least roadblock to just going wherever the wind blows. But there's clearly if any, there's no concept of like rivalry. It just can't be, man. So we shall see. I, I don't think this makes Florida much worse. Can you be much worse than having a losing season and missing a bowl? I, I think they can fill in, particularly if Montreal Johnson sticks around for, I believe, will be his ninth year of college football. You know, you got Trey on Webb. You got a couple good backs. Uh, running backs, you know, if you you got a good system and more importantly, a good line, which oh by the way, Florida still doesn't have. You get the running game going. I don't think it impacts Florida terribly, but I tell you what, it does do. It makes Georgia a whole lot better. Wait till you see what Trevor Etienne does up there behind five-star offensive linemen. Yeah, this is a major, major move on the college football landscape. And I, I'm not gonna like. It, it's to me just more of an indication of what college football has become. I, it's not. I'm not going to like personally say that Trevor Etienne is, you know, the poster child for this lack of loyalty. Really, God, it just doesn't feel right, man. But you know what? Florida is a loser program right now. It's it, this is not, this should be treated like a player transfers from Mississippi State to Alabama. Hurts to say. Hurts even more to have to acknowledge, but it's true. 
It's like some player from Kentucky transferring. I'm sorry, Kentucky. I do you an injustice. You beat Florida every year. Um, it's like a Vandy, Vandy player going to Tennessee. Oh, well, yawn. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't the best player on a bad team get out and go play for a good one? And uh, that, uh, sadly, seems to be where we stand. All right, so the Jaguar struggles continue. I'm going to take you inside that locker room. We're back in broadcast mode after enjoying a Christmas holiday. Hope you did as well. 641-1010, that's the uh, text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures. I know and uh, certainly hope many of you out there get to extend uh, through and enjoy a nice vacation week here between Christmas and New Year's. But for those hearty souls up in Adam with us this morning, we appreciate you on a Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to come back on the other side. Going to hear from uh, Trevor Lawrence and Doug Peterson. And it's, you know, I, there's, they can't say anything to make me feel any better anymore. They could for a while after the first loss and then the second and then even the third against a Ravens team that, boy, we saw again last night just how good they are. Going to hit on that when we come back on the other side as well. And so I could believe or buy between injuries to Trevor and others, between just a lull in the schedule. I could believe and buy it all, but I can't now. I'm not buying anything but what the scoreboard says at the end of 60, and that starts at Sunday at home against Carolina, a game now that I don't have supreme confidence in, and I'm certainly wary of the Tennessee Titans waiting in Nashville to do to us what we did to them a year ago. Breakfast with Baselli comes your way at 8 a.m. this morning. We will uh, give the floor to the big fella. Let him straighten this mess out. Meanwhile, Jaguars locker room, Trevor Lawrence, Doug Peterson, and you could you could feel, you could hear the search for answers. There's no more telling us what the answers are. There's now an admission that, like us, they have no clue. That and more when we return on a Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday here on 1010XL 92.5 FM. The Drill on 1010XL. From the studios of Republic Services, we'll handle it from here. I will say this, when they spread that NFL schedule out like it got spread over the holiday where we had what well, we had the game, did it all start on Thursday night, I guess, with the Rams win? Shout out Rams, Sean McVay. Nobody saw that out of them this year. And Matthew Stafford, when healthy, still can sling it around with the best of them. In fact, Stafford has been as good as anybody uh, the past six, eight weeks or so. And then we got to Saturday. They gave us what, a triple header on Saturday? Then we get to Sunday, and you got pretty much a a, a full uh, day of action there, and then um, and then yesterday uh, with three more, and boy, just a couple of ships passing in the night when it comes to like you know the power rankings or perception when it comes to the AFC hierarchy. Here's what I mean. Jacksonville has a sister city right now in in the NFL. We have a sister city. They are living the exact same script right now that we are. Not 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 to the most minute of details, but there is a real real similar situation that's developed in our sister city. Now our sister city would be like if Jacksonville's sister city culturally was say Paris. Our sister city, in this case, is much more accomplished than we are. By no means am I saying that our sister city 
is us. I'm saying our sister city right now in the National Football League that is going through the same frustrations, the same repetitive, nuanced failures that that we are going through, that'd be the Kansas City Chiefs. That'd be the Kansas City Chiefs who lost yesterday to the Raiders, who, like the Jaguars, right, the, the troubles at home, uh, they lost at home so far this year to Detroit. They lost at home so far this year to the Philadelphia Eagles. They lost at home to the Buffalo Bills. They lost at home yesterday to the Raiders. The Chiefs have lost three of their last four. They've lost four of their last six, and they've lost five of their last eight. And their offense has hit the skids in losses at Green Bay. Okay, again, they've also lost at Green Bay. Not a great team. They've lost at Denver, where they scored nine. They lost at Green Bay. They scored 19. They lost at home to Buffalo, got just 17 in that one, and scored 14 yesterday in a home loss to the Raiders in a game that you really kind of had to have. Their problems are mimicking the Jaguars' problems, and it all goes to, again, sister cities, one way more accomplished, but Patrick Mahomes and Trevor Lawrence look really, really similar right now, gang. Really similar. Getting off their spot early in the pocket, not finding anyone open, not being protected, making head-scratching throws. I saw Patrick Mahomes yesterday throw a couple of balls. I was like, wait, what? Trevor, uh, admittedly, is on the struggle bus right now, boy. He's on the struggle bus. And what's the one thing that is jumping out um, at us when it comes to, to Trevor Lawrence? It's those turnovers, right? 12 interceptions. Guess who has 14 picks? Patrick Mahomes. Guess who has, you want to know, you, you know two other guys got more picks than Trevor right now? Jalen Hurts and Josh Allen as well. But Mahomes, uh, Hurts and Allen, it feels different. They're still doing things with their legs. They're still winning football games. And with Trevor, it's gone beyond, you know, throwing it to the other team. Trevor at 19 and 12 right now. um, But Patrick Mahomes has 14 interceptions on the year. His average yards per, like yesterday, was 14 of 15 on passes behind the line of scrimmage. Nothing downfield. Travis Kelsey is in Swifty land, boy. I don't know what else to tell you. I don't know how else to describe what Kelsey has become, which is just to run five yards and drift around in the middle of the field. Nothing. Nothing burger. And they got no weapons outside. No one has emerged. But Patrick Mahomes' average per attempt, which is an important number, 6.9, under seven yards. I mean, that's probably eight, nine yards in years past. There are two developing storylines that were emphasized yesterday watching last year's Super Bowl teams. The Kansas City offense, which has been first or second in everything for years, is down in the 20s. And the Philadelphia Eagles defense, which was first across the board yesterday and taking them to the Super Bowl, is in the 20s in all categories this year. But but the Chiefs have some real, real similar issues. Um to the Jags right now, both as a team 
and particularly on offense. Much like the Jaguars' offense is mistake-prone and not capitalizing in the red zone and, and, and giving it away in crucial situations. If you watched the Chiefs yesterday or if you've been paying attention and watching them overall, you're seeing a lot of this. Shout-out to the Dolphins. Big win over the Cowboys over the weekend. We got more news and notes with a football fix. And then there's the Ravens last night. But I will tell you this. After watching the Ravens totally dominate the, the Niners last night, I mean, dominated them. Dominated them a lot like what we saw here in Sunday Night Football. They beat the night, and we know what the Niners did to us. They also beat us like that. So for Baltimore to go into San Francisco, Lamar's the MVP, by the way. Pretty much won that last night. And, and, and the Ravens are positioned with a great defense. Uh, Lamar in his prime. Can Lamar win a Super Bowl? It's going to be a fascinating watch. Because even if you believe in Lamar Jackson from Sunday to Sunday, there is still a big, big, big portion of folk that don't believe in him in playoff time and getting in situations where you have to pass and they know it. But meanwhile, what what a win. The way this season has gone, it, it, it continued last night. Boy, we have had these periods where a team has seemed like it is the best team in the NFL until it's not. Right, that was the Niners. They were just, just, just you know, crushing everyone. I tell you what, I, I, I tell you what, I've about gleaned from watching this much football this year. Okay, this is what I've gleaned. This is who you should expect to go to the Super Bowl. Somebody from the AFC North, and and I'll include the Browns. I'll include the Browns. Look what the North is doing. They blistered through us, a good team. Don't forget the Bengals before Joe Burrow got hurt. They went to San Francisco and won in San Francisco also. The Browns beat the Niners in Cleveland, and now the Ravens have gone on the road and beaten uh, San Francisco as well. So there are three of those Niners losses to the AFC North. We saw what the North did to us. AFC North is, it ain't sneaky good. 12-3, and uh, Baltimore and the Browns just (laughs) riding some center. And then there's us. Then there is us from eight and three to eight and seven. Can't get out of our own way. Uh, it, this is what it sounds like when you ask the Jaguars questions now in the post game. Like I said, I believed him after we lost number one, and then the injuries. I believe him after two, and okay, we lost on the road. That's three. We 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 gotta come back. We gotta we gotta beat the Bucks, right? No, worse than that. The worst showing of the year. We're showing perhaps India since the middle of last season. And this is what it sounds like now. This is the level of comprehended belief that I have when I hear the Jaguars in front of the microphone. Okay, co- uh, co- uh, uh, Coach, Doug, 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 if I, if I could just interrupt you again. All right, um, what, what is happening with your offense and the offensive line? Uh huh. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Uh, and you know the prospects of still being a playoff team. I know. I heard you say after uh, the game the other day that you still lead the division. Although that look of just like defeat on your face didn't seem to rep- represent it so much. So you tell me you still think you have a shot to to win the division? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Y'all get me. Y'all feel me. Well, we'll play. We'll play the 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 real stuff, um, you know. First and foremost, hey man, that's four straight. Coach psychologist, what are we telling them this week? 
Well, the message is still, you know, our, our goals are still in front of us. Everything's still right there. Obviously, the division is, is kind of wide open. We, we've kind of opened that door. But we've got we've to focus on one game at a time, and, and that's what we're going to do. Well, no kind of. The, the door is wide open, and they're sitting in our living room right now, the Texans and the Colts. Thank God the pillow fight continued with both those teams losing. My, the Atlanta Falcons did the Jags a solid, and then the Jags didn't turn around and do the same for them. Right, the, the Colts loss in Atlanta, an upset loss was was that was big for for Jacks, and then the the Falcons sure could have used a Bucks loss at the hands of the Jaguars, but no, the Jags uh, could not do their part, and it's leaving a coach here. This is not the time of the season to be searching for answers. I can't go out there and you know do it. Uh, you know, press can't do it. Mike Caldwell can't. I mean. The players at some point have to have enough pride, right, to, to not turn. I know they're, they're, listen, they're not trying to turn the ball over, but there has to be a, a sense of urgency to have, you know, the ball security uh, to protect the football, and um, it's not there right now. Listen, if you are in the, the, the category that says they look like just absolute dog mess and you think they're going to lose the next two games and finish the season on a six-game losing streak and miss the postseason – it's a fair thought now, right? From the wah, 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 to the defeat that you hear in Doug Peterson's voice, more importantly to the way they are playing. Huh, Trevor Lawrence? You guys actually, I don't know, game plan for these games? Like I said, it just looks like we don't even practice. You know, the stuff that we're doing, we look lost, uh, no sense of urgency. God, I mean, the list goes on and on. And, you know, we I feel like we have good weeks of preparation and I feel like we're prepared going into games and then something happens and on game day the last month where it just all falls apart so you know we got to figure that out we're all in it together you know we we gotta this is our season we've worked hard to be in this position and we're close to to pissing it away so we gotta we gotta figure it out we got two weeks left like I said and I mean, we got to flush it and move on to the next one because there wasn't much good to, to take from today, but we got to get better. Well, yeah, I mean, the negative reinforcement ain't, reinforcement ain't working. I mean, there's the positive reinforcement of just being the toast of the town and, you know, flaring into the top five. And this team was hosting Cincinnati as a pretty big favorite in Monday Night Football as starting the evening as the number one flipping seed in the AFC. And now we have to worry about the Carolina Panthers coming to town this week you know we got two games left and we still control what we get in the postseason and we got to take care of business these next two weeks I mean it's yeah it's it's really bad though that we we've played that we put this on the field the last you know three four weeks um it's a problem and you want to be playing your best football at the end of the season going into the postseason hopefully and we're playing our worst so we need to find answers. We got to find answers quick. We got two weeks to figure it out. So, uh, say crisis, whatever you want. At the end of the day, we got to figure it out. And like I said, nobody's coming to save us. You know, we got to go do it. And, you know, we got two games left and we'll see what we earn from there, you know. So, well, we'll see what they can do. They've lost all their street cred. It is fair as a fan base for us to not believe that they're going to figure it out. The fact that they are in this turmoil, both confidence emotionally, but on field play, it is just a. Uh, it's a bad juju down there. They got some bad mojo working down at one Everbank place. Let's come back with a football fix. Uh, more news and notes from the weekend that was. And sadly, kind of a, a forgotten loser on our sports landscape. I, I couldn't help but thinking yesterday, I'll 
tell you what I mean about that when we return as well. You're listening to The Drill. It's Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday on 1010XL. The Drill on 1010XL. From the studios of Republic Services, we'll handle it from here. Uh, if you're out and about this morning, sorry, but thanks for listening. Swing by one of the Daily's Dash locations. Pick you up that fresh ground coffee every day, locally sourced. Biscuits piled high, two for specials going on there. Get your day going with a little Daily's Dash this morning, and I'll uh, start with a Daily's Double Take. Brought to you by the Dash. Pure, delicious. It's feeling like a Duval day for me. Now, come to think of it. Uh, anywho. Um, Felt for the NBA yesterday. You know, for many, many years, the NBA is, I think it's maybe biggest claim to the sports world, really, and just getting casual fans, capturing casual fans comes on Christmas Day. They load up the schedule. There's typically no football. There's been a lot of years in the NFL that, that you know, they would not play on Christmas Day. And now they shove as many in as they can. And so I feel for the NBA from this standpoint, you put three NFL games on, ain't nobody watching that NBA, man. And so you missed the, the, the you know, quintuple header yesterday was rich with all kinds of storylines, man. All kinds of good NBA. I got RJ in the booth. He's an NBA fan. There's a lot more of you out there. I mean, you, you, you 58-year-old white dudes that want to text me in here today and ask me why am I talking about the NBA. Y'all don't get it, so that's fine. Whatever. But there's, there's a lot of good uh, storylines yesterday. The Knicks have played more. Christmas Day games uh, than any team in, in history, and now they've tied the Lakers for the most wins, but they beat the Bucks yesterday and Giannis. Uh, Denver beat Golden State, and the big news there is Steve Kerr, after the game, gave a manifesto on the crisis of officiating in the league, and it's just got ridiculous. They have, quote, legislated defense out of the league after he watched his guys hold uh, Jokic to 24 and 6, and he got, what, I think 18 to 18 from the line. So Steve Kerr saying, saying, you know, it's ridiculous. You can't play defense anymore. Uh, basketball's best rivalry, really, true best rivalry, Celtics-Lakers. Didn't go well for your squad, RJ. Not at all. Always have that NBA Cup. Hate uh, that. The Sixers and Heat, it may have been the one, like, poster game with, oh, yeah, this is what's wrong with the NBA. Cause you had, and now, granted, at least it wasn't, quote, load management, but you had no Jimmy Butler, no Joel Embiid in that game. And then the, night, the, the, the last game last night, just one last punch in the face for Atlanta fan to end your holiday weekend. You know, you guys know that the uh, Hawks drafted this Luka Doncic cat, right? Yeah, we had him. We traded him for Trey freaking Young and a pick that became Cam Reddish. But that's not the point of this. The point of this Daily's double take is that old Luka went for fit like the fourth most in Christmas history last night. Uh, at the Suns and their failures are a big story no one's talking about yet. Let's get through football. They're sub-500 after adding Bradley Beal. Fire up the band. We got a football fix. Brought to you by All-State agent Mandy Bowers. I don't even want to look at the power rankings when we get hectic later this morning. My God, if they're accurate, we should be about 22nd. Uh, Trevor, not the only quarterback struggling. But that's for sure. We saw two really good ones have bad days yesterday. Kansas City is facing a lot of the same issues we are here in Jacksonville. A lot of the same issues. And despite you know a glimpse here or there, they cannot get it going. I blame. Look, there's a Swifty curse here, man. God bless her. And 
Trav and Tay-Tay and the whole gang, but he doesn't know how to play football anymore. He's terrible. And have they won but one or two games since Taylor Mania took over? You know, maybe maybe Ixnay on the pop stars and the TV commercials for a couple of weeks. <laughs> See if they can right the ship, but what a bad loss to the Raiders yesterday. But my point is, yeah, Brock Purdy picked off four times last night. Whew. Man, have you ever seen the MVP vote flip on its head as fast and as much and by the gap that it did last night in San Francisco? Brock Purdy was a way big favorite on the odds to win the MVP. Lamar was up there, but he was significantly down. Now Lamar's like minus 250. In other words, you got to pay 250 to win 100 if you bet on Lamar, and Purdy has plummeted all the way down to 7th or 8th. That'll happen when one dude leads his team to maybe the NFL's most impressive victory this year, and the other throws four interceptions at home. And, buddy, again, time to time to give credit to that AFC North. We saw what they did to us. Ask the Niners, who lost at home now to the Ravens and Bengals and also lost in Cleveland. Sound familiar? I wish we were the Niners. <laughs> Man, I tell you what particularly at this position. Maybe this storyline happens at other positions, but you just don't notice because no one really cares if an undrafted third-string guard has his moment in the sun. But, buddy, the cherry can turn into a pumpkin awful quick in the NFL. Just ask our boy Danny DeVito. I know, Tommy. Tommy, the talk of the town, right? Tommy Cutlets. Mr. Jersey, right? His parents apparently, you know, pitch a tent behind the stadium is where they live. Um, Bitched yesterday for Tyrod Taylor, who quite frankly played better, so I don't know where the story goes from there. And another story, the Eagles are still rickety. The Eagles are rickety too, man. These teams that have spent time looking best in the league, they don't anymore, do they? I, I guess I trust the Niners still, but, boy, they were not very trustworthy last night, and the Eagles... Hey, you, it feels like the, the Super Bowl champion's not going to come from the the teams that have been the Niners or the Ravens or any of them. It'll be some upstart, you know, Bills or somebody. Every year, this is probably the one. Uh, but yeah, Devito to the to the bench. We'll see about a Week 17 starter. Although the Giants just playing out the string. Dolphins more injuries at the receiver position after their big win over Dallas on Sunday. Jalen Waddle dealing with a high ankle sprain. Uh, Mahomes, uh, after another loss yesterday, they've lost, what did I say? Four out of six? Um, five out of seven? Something like that. Um, Chiefs, quote, still believe. That's a belief we didn't hear from our Jaguars in the locker room. They're finally starting to wear their lack of confidence. And it is shared, I believe, by the entirety of the fan base. We'll talk much more about that and uh, more. Breakfast with Baselli. we got the Hicken arrival coming up next. That's Football Fix. It's brought to you by Allstate agent Mandy Bowers in Mandarin here on a Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday. The drill from the studios at Republic Services. We'll handle it from here. Ladies and gents, please put your hands together as Dan Hicken enters the studio. You know it! Yes, sir! We're back. Hopefully everybody had a great Christmas. 
Stealing black lump of coal is what we got. Well, we did. Santa was so good to Jacksonville. He gave us two wins, set us up perfectly. Yeah, can't do it. All we had to do is take care of business, and we proceeded to lay a big, giant duty. <laughs> a duty. <laughs> a duty in the pool. We left a duty in the pool. We left yeah. a duty yeah. there. It was... Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I'm, Arg. I'm past the emotion. I, yeah, we're a broken I let it all team. out at, on Sunday. Uh, no, what day did we work? What was Christmas Eve? Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Sunday. Yeah. I just, uh, I heard you went viral, quote unquote. Well, I, yeah, I had a post game. boy. Welcome to my show, world. <laughs> and it was not pretty. So, mm-hmm. and they deserved it. You know, we'll move on. We'll try to get ready and try to go win a division. I don't know how. Nah. I, I'm in that group. I have no faith. Yep. I don't think we'll yep. beat Carolina. Yeah, right I'm now. with you. I take Carolina plus the six all day. Hey, RJ, it's it's like I never came in and he walked in at six a.m. Yeah, it's like uh, you're parroting. Exactly, and I'm yeah. not. And it's not shtick. I really don't believe. No, I have no clue. I don't either. We're broken. That's it. I believed after the first and the second. I and think the they're third. broken in the locker room. I think they're broken with the. And coaches. what happened there? What's going on in the locker room? What's I don't this know. chatter? Is just a losing football team? Yes, what happens? I think those four losses hit them like out of out of nowhere. I mean, and and. I think my theory is this, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go back for just a second here, and I I don't know, and we'll. My theory is this: we walked off that field in Kansas City, like you know what, man, what a year, what a great year. We won the division. We just battled these Chiefs, who are the elite of the NFL. And I, and it, I'm not putting it on the players, but Trevor came out and said all the right things. We're here. We're gonna compete every year. Now we've we've figured, you know. Not we've got this, but he intimated we've got this, which is the worst thing you could do. And the arrogance and ego of the of the those in charge led us to not do near enough in the offseason. Yeah, we didn't get better. And people would say to me, well, you guys, you guys. And I go, hold on a second. You guys being media? Yeah. Being said, us, the I show? Said, I said, hold on a second. Uh-huh. We screamed for edge rushers. Yeah, we for sure. We screamed for them all offseason. Yeah. We screamed for them. So – uh, uh, I wanted J.J. Watt to come out of retirement and play for us. You know what the one of the reasons why the Ravens are the best team in the NFL? They went and got Jadavian Clowney. There for the take him. until deep into the – Yeah, who came and here by the to way, Jacksonville to visit. We, we were a team that would have been attractive to these veteran guys. Correct. They would have liked to Correct. have, have – and, and I'll take it one step further and I'll let you continue. Uh-huh. But the same guy who didn't do any of that drafted a second and third rounder Then in week 16. We got no catches and no yards from. Played 11 snaps. You can't take – Guys, offensive players yeah. in rounds two no. and three, no. skill position players, tight no. end and running back in this case, no. and by week 15, with, by the way, injuries racking you across the board, mm-hmm. get zero catches, zero yards, zero touch. You, know, you just can't. You know who the Bucks' third-round pick was? <clears throat> Some guy named Yaya, who was all over the field yeah. on Sunday. Yeah, Yaya Ding Dong. Yeah, yeah, it was. He was everywhere. Yaya was making plays like a For wild sure. man. Yeah, so, I mean, we got issues. So, the, so that... When I look back, and 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 the whole patent draft run, talk, yeah, and to run it back was the death of the Jags in 2023, and it finally caught up to them. Now, again, I scratch my head about being eight and three and just needing a dub here. And and look, they can still win the division. Nobody has any faith in this football team though, right now, and and rightfully so. I mean, we got to go down there Sunday, and we got to try to try to beat the Panthers. Bryce Young threw for 300 plus yards. Our quarterback is broken physically. I mean, he's just... It's he, a combination now of everything. Yeah. There's a... there's a bun- He still isn't in sync. He's no. got four or five interceptions this year where he throws it where he thinks his guy's yeah. going to be, and his guy's not he's going... He's amazed. He's amazed yes, by it. He's had a few of With those. With that said, the, the, the fumble was a 
just a terrible play by Trev that I, I can't understand why he still does that. You, you feel and see the blitz coming right at you. You know they've got more coming than you've got. And you know your offensive line's not very good. And you've got Evan Ingram on a crosser at the line. Just throw, flip him the ball. Mm-hmm. And he pulled it back down, Jeff. He pulled it back down, and then he lost it. He's again. trying to – It's like I said, here's where I feel like it is. And by the way, mm-hmm. as a resident Trevor apologist slash believer, I mean, there, there's no denying he's playing terrible football right I, now. I'm, I totally I, agree with you. But that. I feel I feel fine long term. I'm not yeah, going to get sacked too. into these Blake Bortles, all no, this no, other no, nonsense. No, I but, you know, um, that that being said, I, I and, and maybe in part because of that – Heck, I think now at this stage, there's just about six elements working within his play that just aren't going to work. I think he's trying to do too much. Mm-hmm. I think he's playing hurt. Mm-hmm. I think that we do not have the depth to lose two of our top three receivers and still function as an offense. Right. I think the running game can't go on. I think he's turning it over too much. I mean, there's like six or seven things now. It's it's, it's yeah. this. We're a broken football team. Broken. And if the and if it's true that the locker room is disintegrating as just you know as well, that's. Now, that's I, disappointing. I wasn't in the locker room. I'm that's just, the word. I guess the side. I guess is Bucky the sideline guy. Yeah. I guess he said he was in the locker yeah. room at halftime, and it just wasn't a good scene. No, it's not a good scene. And and you just played your worst half of football of the year. Though. Yeah. And You're down twenty you to nothing. Yeah. I mean, it was that half of football was so bad. What about the third down conversion, Hick? Yeah. First drive, we had him in third and like five or more, four times, and every single time. Well, that's not true. One, they converted on fourth down. How about our offense? Three times, we had a third and 15, a third and 12, and a third and 22 thrown at us in the first half alone. And, of course, so on third and 15, he throws a pick. He's got to get it down the field. Now, that was a bad throw yeah. as well. Yeah. I mean, again, it's it's the whole thing. It's the whole team. It's the coaches. I said last week, I said, this is a big week for Doug Peterson. Yeah. This is didn't a week we up. need Doug Peterson. Yeah. You know, and he, for whatever reason, didn't get him ready. And that confidence in their eyes and their voice is gone. Yeah. Like, it oh, was yeah. there, those oh, first yeah. three losses. They oh, still yeah. kind of, and then this past week was a real smack in the face. Well, hold on now. We're the 2015 Jaguars. We're a, we're the 2021 we're playing, Titans. We're, we we're, put, yeah. we're free-falling like that. Yeah. yeah. 22. 22 Titans. Yeah. 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 yeah we're free-falling. Yeah, it's the exact same scenario. Yeah. And, and they'll be sitting up, even if. And they're going to kick our A's when we go up there. Well, here's the thing. So we better win this Sunday. And and not just win this Sunday. We better win and hope that the others lose. Yeah. And by the way, whoever (laughs) – I don't want to even be this guy. Yeah. I don't know, gang. If you're like me and you're a season ticket holder, I'd almost just as soon not pay for the the playoff tickets. I said that too. Uh, Right? I mean, I'm not even kidding. (laughs) But that being said – Buffalo coming to town. I'll take – right. We're going to get – Reed, Cleveland, yes, yeah. Cleveland or Buffalo, or, or we're gonna or, limp in there. Yeah, whoever it is, they're gonna come in and they're gonna clean our clocks, bro. Ugh. So we're just a broken football team. Now, it's the not very good. We, we get... got no depth, and and you know, I mean, it is what it is. Our 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 GM has done a disservice to this this evolving football team, 100%. and he took our evolution and he stomped on it yeah. for with his. Misguided thoughts on personnel and a, otherwise. I think there's an arrogance and an ego. Yeah, I, I don't there. know him well I, I enough think, to say that, but he he blew it. I think there's a. Uh, uh, I think again, and you're gonna. Well, I think Trayvon Walker would be best served playing inside if you had Leonard Floyd there or whomever, an ed, another edge rusher to go with Josh Allen. By the way, Josh Allen and admitted, so I'll give him credit. Josh Allen disappeared on Sunday. He had his worst. I think his worst game of the year. I don't think he was. I, I got those two sacks. Huh? Oh, by oh. the way, yeah. You know, for what it's worth, uh-huh. you made an offer to me at one point. Mm-hmm. This bet is far from concluded. Sack bet update. We're at thirty-two. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. thirty-six. Dan's a spin. Thirty-four. I'm a spin. Thirty-five. A push. We're at thirty. 
one two. or 32? 32. We had 30, got two more. And you, you, you can <sighs> marinate on this. Such a late. I'm not going to give you uh-huh. like the 20 second ultimatum that you gave me when you offered me a buyout. It was yeah. there on the table, yeah. it disappeared. I'm going to give you one to marinate on. <laughs> and it wasn't even mine. Yeah. Wasn't my idea. Whose idea was it? It was Mrs. P's idea. Oh, God bless her. It must Mrs. Be a nice P one, circled back uh-huh. and says, you know what you should do? Mrs. P's very football smart. <laughs> you know what you should do if you get two or three sacks on Sunday? You should offer to Dan, in, in lieu of spinning the wheel, he can take you and I out to dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Much as in a similar bet, <laughs> rather than a wheel spin, it was a shoot for a massive Dinner bill that I got slapped with. So I like the, that. It, the the offer is there. You can or not or not take it. I really feel like they're going to end with thirty six or thirty seven sacks. I do, but they I get two every game. They get two every game, and 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 Bryce Young has been sacked an awful yeah, lot. Yeah. And I really it's think amazing it's going, they didn't have more on Sunday. Yeah. You're lucky you got that last one though. Yes. That was a gift. But, was a, yes, but the other. But, and but they, they had him another. But tw- in fairness, they missed him about Gosh, five times. Where it's every like week on it. him, and they just we don't can't close. Bring him. I know we don't. But close. I do. I honest. I think to be honest with you, I would put the num- the final number on thirty six. But if I, I, I'm just putting it out there now, Ooh. be forewarned. Mm-hmm. We ain't gonna go to any place. We, I, I'm not gonna hit you for someplace super expensive. We can go to the cheesecake factory for Pete's sake. However, uh-huh. mm-hmm. I'm gonna Uber. That, there's your clue. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so well, we shall see. You can I, can I make you Uber to my side of town then? <laughs> yes, you can. That's correct. Yeah, you basically came to our side for when you, he hit me for like 400 bones, gang. <laughs> that was great. I mean, he hit me good. He hit me. Reagan, order more. Oh, yeah. Reagan Reagan don't play when we go yeah. out to dinner. So, yeah, fantastic. And the, my entree ain't going to hurt you, but... We'll see from that that standpoint. All right, that's an interesting. It just it's it it's an there. offer. I know. Listen, I know you're down on your wheel luck because the five pack is is is, uh, is not in good shape. I mean, you're one not, and four again. You're not out of it. And but this you, week, I felt so good about my picks. Uh, like I thought, oh man, these are I, good. I got to get off the college. I'd be fine. I got to get off the college and the Jags. They screwed me. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? The Falcons helped the Jags so much, and we couldn't return the favor. The Falcons uh-huh. really needed the Bucks to lose. You know, oh, yeah, yeah. my poor son did his job in the 1 o'clock game, and then we turned right around and faced. You want to talk about a kid that ain't much of a Trevor Lawrence or Jaguar believer, that's my little Falcon fan son. Well, I'll say I say little. He's a grown-up. Hey, man. But. Well, uh, yeah, so anyway, um, yeah, so they're 32. They're 26th, though, in the league, or 28th no. in the league in sacks, which is no bueno. It's amazing how the wind blows on that. Did you see the stat they threw up in the Eagles game yesterday? You know how last year the Eagles were number one in everything, yeah, including sacks? They're like tw- they've got thirty eight sacks, I think. By the way, you Giants fans, you got a great coach. That team, that team is so bad, and they're they're battling I like every yeah. week. I, he's a good coach. Yeah, I, I believe in him. Um, and he gets mad. I mean, there was a pi at the end of that game that yeah. I can't believe they did. He never is that turned the his Saquon? head down the sideline. Oh yeah, no, in the back of the end zone, yeah. that could have been one too. Yeah. But they usually don't throw it on nah, the last I hear play. It. But that was such a shot. He was yeah, but he, the other dude was, was coming down the, the sideline. Yeah, and he hooked him up. He never turned his head. He's all over him. I go. Yeah. I give up with. Uh, they're again, terrible. I had no man. dog in the fight they're in any so of these bad. games. I really don't care. They're so bad. They are so bad. So bad. I don't know what it catches. I don't know if it's a catch. I don't know why the catch changes in the end zone or not in the end zone. I don't know what getting out of bounds means anymore. I don't know. I don't know uh, 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 pass interferences anymore. Some are. Some aren't. Sometimes you're allowed. Sometimes you're not. I don't understand yeah, what's I don't, going on. I don't either. 
Uh, it's it's just awful. There's a crisis in officiating. And again, bro. you have to fix the pi and stop making it where uh, it goes to the spot of the foul. It should be a 15 yard penalty, yeah, man. It's too, it's, if you're going to call it all the time, because it changes games, man. You're down. Yeah. You're down the whole game. You're down I, six. You throw one up deep, and a guy hey, get, mixes it up with a guy, and you throw a flag. Here, here's another one. I How about saw the letter of the law now with these. Uh, these now. Uh, the center moved his head. Yeah. Ooh, are you kidding me? Yeah, they, they take over they games. They got to stop. And like, are you kidding yeah, me? They, they, they take over games too much. Well, I think I was a, was it a college or pro, I was watching a college game this weekend. Mm-hmm. They called, oh, it was the, it was the onside kick offside. Did you see that? No, I didn't see that. One of those games, the team stormed back. They needed to recover the, and they recovered the onside kick and they caught him offsides on the kick and he wasn't. Mm-hmm. You go back and you look at the line and the kick and he wasn't all sides. These, these reps at some point in class, they're teaching him to, listen, no matter where you are, what level you're at, you're the story. That's yeah. what it feels like. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's super annoying. My pet peeve NFL call right now is this one. Snap, jailbreak, quarterback rushes, throws away, and they call some defensive holding penalty yeah. on the other side of also the field true. somewhere. I mean, well, how, so, about, how about personal fouls roughing the quarterback? Yes or no? Yeah. You can't tell. Yeah. I mean, you're, if you're going to protect them to the letter of the law, I saw a couple guys take some smackdowns this week. They, and, and then no flag. And then somebody barely gets touched and yeah. they call flag. So you got to get consistency is all I'm asking for. Just And I guess it's just consistency in the, in the particular game because there's no consistency across the league how it works. But again, the Cisco roughing call this weekend was oh bad. My God. Although and we're, again, we're we so bad. It doesn't matter. There was like three or four that yeah. went against us, but you're right. Whatever. We got so yeah. annihilated. Yeah. I can't even put it on the refs. It was the Northern Illinois, Arkansas state game. Okay. Thank you. Text liners. Thank you. Yeah, it was the fact that you're watching Northern Illinois, Arkansas state is interesting. Well, I was rooting against one of y'all. Oh, I somebody be. had a game. Oh, okay. Must've been cat. I was rooting against cat. <laughs> Five pack is dirty. It's evil. I just thankful to go two and three, and that stupid thing. Yeah. Just stay around one. I was one zero and four other. with the team I felt least yeah. confident about. There, I should really fade myself. The, the Chiefs are us right now. Yeah. By the way, they're having the same conversations. <laughs> they're out of sorts. Their quarterback's they not are. playing good. Patrick, Did you win your fantasy game? No, man. Oh it, it's a, no, it's a shame too because I. First of all, I saw Cortland Sutton I, got hurt. I got zero from him. I was wondering. I was like. I, bet, I had a chance. I bet this guy. I wonder if he's playing against. It was Mayf- Cooper. No, or no, Mayf- who, Mayfield Evans. And I barely lost. I lost by like seven points. Mayfield Evans went for 58 of his 90 points. Because I know you're – I was thinking of Sutton some of your guys. Sutton got hurt. Sutton got hurt, didn't play like at all. Kelsey didn't do nothing. Kelsey, again, is a, is a waste of space. And uh, was Mixon, Deontay Mixon Johnson. one of your guys? Yeah, he was just – Deontay had like Johnson eight. didn't do much. No, I just didn't do so much. I said uh, he must not be having a good week. Because but. They, last night they – you know, the last night they rallied. Lamar had a good day and, and Gus Edwards, but no, I lost. I, I still play for the third-place money, so – I got something to shoot for. There you go. And this is such a big league. It'll be it's worthy Decent cash amount. if you yeah, win. Yeah. Although I think I'm going to do the chop bet here. Oh yeah. You basically get your entry fee if I if I contact the dude we're playing. Uh huh. And we just agree just to, or 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 you know a little bit more to the winner and less to the loser. But you go all the way to this point. You got a chance. We're the two wild card teams. You got a chance to take home some cash. I think we got to take it. No. Well, yes. Right. Well, the greatest bet in the history of mankind happened this weekend. Okay. And I saw the reaction. It's it's fantastic. All right, what do we got? All right, so I'm um, DraftKings, I believe. Um, I had the, I I didn't. Somebody had this bet. All right. Fourteen leg parlay. Okay. You're, you're betting, uh, anytime touchdowns. Okay, okay, that's a player prop. Yeah, five dollar bet. 
So he did five dollars fourteen, and that is here we early. go. He so this guy took fourteen NFL players. Yes, and then he bet either they would or wouldn't right score a touchdown. Correct. All fourteen of his to score. All fourteen anytime, were to score anytime touchdowns. Wow, that's crazy, dude. Yeah. Oh, this is the whole weekend, not just yes. yet. Okay, okay. Five dollars oh. down. Okay, what do we got? Najee Harris, Gabriel Davis, Jameer Gibbs, DK Metcalf, Jerome Ford. Sounds good so far. Mm-hmm. Chris Rodriguez, Jonathan Taylor, Calvin Ridley, James Conner. Sounds good so far. Mm-hmm. Raheem Mostert, throwaway. He's always scoring. Mm-hmm. Javante Williams, Isaiah Pacheco, DeAndre Swift. It comes out. He's got one left. Last night, Christian McCaffrey, not allowed to take the chop, the, the, buyout, chop, the yeah. buyout, whatever is the term is. $5 down. $489,383. Wow. Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Touchdown. My man went ballistic crazy. Man, that does, when you hear it play out, it doesn't seem that hard. It doesn't like, seem. Putting $5 down and win five hundred grand seems like, a, like although it's, you know, they say parlay is just like the worst sucker bet to make. It's hard to hit a game. Yeah. Like, for instance, you and Kat and I have each yes. now for 15 weeks played five games. Not one time would we have hit a five-team parlay. Not once. Not one. Between the three of us, yeah. every week, we've had some four and ones. Yeah. A bunch of them, in yeah. fact. Yeah. Not one time have we, has any of us gone 5 and 0. Oh. And, and by the same token, no one's gone 0 oh and 5. It's just too right. hard. It is. It is. And uh, I've tried to go 0 and 5 a couple times here in the second half of the <laughs> season as I've yeah. tumbled down the tubes. But yeah, I'm going to lose this uh, thing three years in a row, by mm. the way. I don't, I've lost the edge. I, don't I, know what I it was is. thinking this too, and I didn't want to pile on so early in the morning. But I, I think back to the, to role, the joy and enthusiasm of degenerate J- uh, Dan, who's yeah. forcing people to bet preseason oh, games, I was finding things you love, mm. like third quarter Steelers and winning. And and winning. winning. He was hot, and then you came hot. out. Then you came out of the gates in the five pack. Yes, blowing, Fire blowing cracker. us away. Oh, it was good. I times. was eleven back. Mm. Yeah, I'm done. Uh, all right, let's do the uh, ten minute drill. Yeah, and, and we uh, got to uh, Baselli. Well, we he confirm can give us him? answers. I, well, I don't know why we need to confirm all him. Right. I think he knows what the deal is. Unlike right. the Jaguars, he carries out his assignments. Well, he—I don't know. He's a traveling man. You never know. I—I I trust him. All I right. trust the big fella. All right. Give him all a big right. Christmas hug and welcome into the program here in a half hour or all so. Right. Sounds as well. good. Uh, thanks for being up and at him with us. Uh, I hope you're not, though. In fact, I will. You won't be hearing this, but hope you get to catch a little vacation time this week. Enjoy your families, and then just keep your fingers crossed that we can beat a two-win football team this Sunday at home. At home. It's Cat and Chuck. 60 degrees sunshine uh, weather. I, I, we're going. Let's go. go but, ugh. Mm. I know. Might be, might see more talent and execution Clemson-Kentucky game on Friday. Oof. This is the drill. It's Cat and Chuck Accessories Tuesday. Now, Downtime with Dan, brought to you by Ameris Bank. Whether you need help with business, personal, or mortgage banking, we're with you. Ameris Bank is an equal housing lender. Member FDIC. Today's Downtime with Dan goes out to our friend Andy King. And if you know Andy, you think he's a he's a good dude. He's a, a family man. He's, he's a wonderful human being. Mm. He's very involved in the community. But, hey, Andy. When you wish me a Merry Christmas and tell me to fear the deer, buddy, before the game's played, mm-hmm. let me tell you something, Bucks my friend. Talk. You don't walk in to Madison Square Garden on Christmas Day. I don't care that you had won nine in a row against the Knicks. No, sir. No, sir. Not with Jalen Brunson and R.J. Barrett and Julius Randle performing at a high level. So, hey, Andy, Merry Christmas, you Grinch. Take that one and, well, suck on it. Uh, good tidings to your family. Knicks beat the Bucks. The streak is dead. 
The Drill on 1010XL. From the studios of Republic Services, we'll handle it from here. Now, the 10-minute drill. This is a big one. On 1010XL. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Hit it. All right, sports concepts and rationalizations coming your way. We call it the 10-minute drill. I will, before we get into the concepts and rationalizations of the National Football League, I think we both probably watched a ton of football oh, this man. weekend. Oh, man, ton. Which is I know, love, I, listen, family fave football. I, I will say this. <laughs> I will say this. It, I almost felt like it's, the, the, I think all of the NFL in combination of when the holiday fell, in combination of the resident Christmas spirit in my family. My daughter is out of the country. She, she they, they, you know, went off. It just didn't feel like all that NFL made it feel less like Christmas to me. Yeah. You know what we didn't do, Hick? What? Didn't decorate, man. It's kind of caught up on us. Oh, yeah, I don't wow. have any. I got no kids in the house, like yeah, I said. Yeah, yeah. Miss Christmas spirit left on the 21st. I just, <laughs> you know. And, and one other uh, development over the weekend did this for the first time. And shout out to all you younger ones out there. I'm also always amazed when we do like a quick survey on just how young some of the listeners are. We appreciate mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of young parents out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had to, we had a baby overnight for the first time over the break too. Oh, very good. Go back down that path. Yeah, I don't know how you baby. I, get I don't up. know how we did it. Baby gets up. The a baby lot. was perfect, dude. The oh. baby went down. It was Thursday night. I put I, I laid in the bed with the baby. The baby's one exactly. Just had a birthday. Mm-hmm. So I laid in the bed with the baby and put the put the football game on, and the baby fell asleep. And then you're like super paranoid about moving baby to crib because yeah. you don't want him to wake up. Yeah. So I convinced Miss B as long as I could, just let baby lay there in this big old bed. I watch it while I'm watching the game, and then ultimately, yeah, moved him to the crib, and he slept till six, bro. I was up before him. Mm. That's boring stuff. Let's continue with the sports talk. Well, I have the uh, uh, <clears throat> one of the greatest things I've ever done is the hick and lean on my kids to get good gifts. If you haven't heard this before, it's a, it's a I did this rant years about three or four years ago where I'm like, you know what? My kids are now old enough. They're both out there in, in, in society. They're working. Privately, you've been ranting a lot longer than three or of four course. years. I didn't want any more soap on a rope or a tie or Yeah, give or me socks. something nice. I want something nice, and I mean really nice. And, and so, uh, uh, especially son number one has delivered, and the other two are trying. So, uh, it, it's been beautiful. But they had a very creative gift. Uh, to me this weekend that really made me smile and made me laugh. And uh, you guys know this. You know what uh, Cameo is, right? Yeah, Cameo, you get somebody, uh, a celebrity gives you a shout-out. Yeah, so I got a four-minute shout-out from my hero. Tom Seaver. No, Tom's gone. He's passed. Uh, he's I thought maybe it's they, uh, the, the, you know, they. No, no. But this, is, this, is the, this is the most timely Huh. Wonderful. Okay, hold on. Heroic cameo right, for 2023 so that I could questions. have imagined. Ten, ten questions. Ten questions, real quick. So this is your hero? He's my hero, man. He is my guy, is 100%. It a- athlete? No. Okay. Heck uh, no. This is the man right now. It, actor? <laughs> actor? Heck yes. <laughs> the hero. I, gosh, I should this know who you're. my guy, man. This is, oh, 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 I know who it is. It's yeah. the dude from. Um, darn right it is. From the, uh, what's his name? Um, yes. You had, you talked to him in person, though, right here in Jacksonville, didn't you? No. What's his name? Buzz or Brad or who is it? Who are you thinking of? I'm you th- might be thinking Jack, of. Jack, I'm thinking about the your dude on, on, the, on the Costner show. 
Oh, no. Oh, it's not him. No, I got my picture with oh, him, too. Okay. No, I know who He's it is. He's a man's I man, too. Actually, I know who it is. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I don't remember Iggy or Ziggy or whoever yeah. it is from your suit show. Louis Litt. Louis Litt. Louis Litt gave me a Merry Christmas, man. <laughs> you Talk have that on me. your phone? Oh, Louis Litt. I got to see. Who, just show me who the actor is. Yeah. I don't have to listen to the whole thing. He's like, I just, I kept going. I don't watch the show. He goes, Dan, you just got lit up. Because <laughs> <laughs> they know you're a Louis Litt lover. Oh, wow. dude. That's great. It good was, on them, too, because that doesn't cost a ton. They did a good job on that. They can just Well, there was more. Well, I know, but I'm just saying yeah. that's a good addition because. Oh, it was a nice touch. Yeah, that's dude. very, yeah, well played, man. Yeah, Forget there, the money. You there's always, Louis. You've always wanted the cash out of it. That's lit <laughs> up. Louis just gets up. You got lit roll, up. Roll, rolls a bone, sits in his little flat in, in, oh, in Hollywood and fires him off. Oh, it was great. What a business What a gig have. to get a cameo. You yeah. should be doing cameos as the mogul oh, around town. Get like 20 bucks a pop, maybe. Yeah. He goes a little higher than that. Yeah, I know was, he does. It was yeah. well worth it. All right, so here we are now in the National Football League's. Oh, let's real quick. I don't say this often. I feel for you, FSU. I feel for you. I'm going to tell you why. And if it wasn't from a number one son who I love to death, who got me a great Christmas present, but again, he can't let this FSU stuff go, so he gets me mad. And then I say, well, I hope Georgia beats you by 50, which they're going to. Um, here's the problem. Georgia is going to roll FSU. Georgia's had no opt-outs. They're all playing. Oh, Brock Bowers probably won't play. But they're, those, those guys are going to play. They're mad. Carson Beck's coming back. They're kicking off their 2024 campaign in the Orange Bowl. FSU's had 15 opt-outs. Then yesterday, the backup quarterback who's going to start the Orange Bowl decides to opt out. So he gone, which is bad timing. I get it. He's, I understand the game. It's just that he's been taking all the snaps with the ones for a week. What, what, what's the story Rodemaker. behind that? Oh, no, I know Rodemaker. I just don't. I, I just, just, to be honest with you, when I saw Rodemaker was leaving, yeah. I haven't paid attention. I'm yeah. much like FSU fan. I'm yeah. tuned out. I, I just figured the other but kid would start. Here's where I feel sorry for FSU. People are just going to – it's not fair to judge this game and say, well, see, you shouldn't have been there. Because they don't have anyone. Yeah. Bro, they have nobody. But the, they the, don't have their running you know back. What? No, I they get don't it. have yeah. their quarterback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't have their receivers. DNs. They don't have their tight end. No, I got They don't you. have verse. They don't have Akeem Dent. They don't – Lundy went the poor – I mean, no, they have 15 yeah. opt-outs, yeah. bro. They got you. nobody. I hear you. So it's, it's, I, it's. I don't think. I think that. I think in today's day and age of college football, that gets factored more and more in, and there's a realization that this isn't the FSU team. To be honest with you, that all went out the the, the door when just without Travis, we would have said the same thing. Correct. If Georgia had been at full strength, Correct. and FSU to come into the game full strength as we saw them against Florida and right. the ACC championship game, right. Then we still would think Georgia beat them by two or three touchdowns. Right. So anyway. So, I wanted to mention that because I think that that's, that's, fair. that's sort of a bummer for them. I, it's and, funny you bring up a transfer. And by the I, way, if I'm an FSU fan, I would not go to the Orange Bowl either. If you do, you're a great fan. If you're not, you're still a great uh, fan. Yeah. The system stinks. Yeah. The system yeah, stinks. Sure. And yeah. and it is more and more difficult now to pick. It used to be you could figure out who's going to win a bowl game. I don't think you can well, anymore. L- let me tell you another offshoot that we haven't gotten to yet. Mm-hmm. We don't have a bowl, by the way. We're not playing in a bowl. Yeah, that's just... In case that's, you're waiting to wonder. It's really unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, it's like literally unbelievable. And, okay, so I mean, I'm going to We look. got our medicine in the Vegas Bowl a couple years ago. <laughs> All right, I'll look this up in a second. Uh, you, you, you put me on something that I wanted to, to bring up. Yes, sir. Speaking, uh, it has... Dan, dare I say, mm-hmm. and I speak to the old timers out there who's mm-hmm. turn up your hearing aids to process what I'm about to say because I have a mm-hmm. question for you venerable fans yes 
is this the big this is the bottom out of Florida football. We are worse than we have been in the history of the program. Oh yeah. Bottomed out, bro. We I read a column this week in Florida's the new Vandy. There were some fair points in it. And I can't help but listen, maybe this is Homer in me. I don't know what it is. You're starting running back, transferring to your heated rival. It's tough. It's hard, and I'm not going to put this on Trevor Etienne. Times quick, have changed. Real quick, on the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures, yeah. this happened. My brother got a Trevor Etienne Florida jersey yesterday for Christmas, and it was the beginning of the end of the family Christmas. He proceeded to take the jersey and burn it on Christmas Day in front of the family who watched in pure disgust. Yeah, there's a meme going around on the I internet right now with the kids opening yeah. up some, you know, yeah. so I sent my my son, the Ritter, yeah. <laughs> the one. Yeah. Um, it, anyway, continue. Yeah. Um, it rubs I, it you just, the, it it rubs just you the rubs, wrong it, way now, as listen, a fan. And I understand that, like, Burton transferred from Georgia yeah. to Bama. I know it's happening other yeah. places. Yeah. And, and, and again, I, I say this more from the standpoint of it's just indicative of, of how, and and I think to the worst, I think part of sports and the character it builds and the results you get, mm-hmm. I think part of that is the stick to yeah, the loyalty. Yeah, I just don't know now when I look in the foxhole next to me who I'm looking at. Am I looking at a guy who's going to turn over his weapons and join Iraq? Right. I mean, he might. Yeah. And, and if you have done such a poor job within your, your program of cultivating a genuine hate for that team, that's also fair. You got to cultivate a hate of the Georgia Bulldogs, and your guy flippantly will just go. I don't think it was a money situation either. I think it was just how you, you know, want to go to a winner. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the whole. By the thing. way, I don't think, and I said this too. Again, it, it just, and I'm not putting this personally on ETN. It's just more of a sign of the times, and and but it's a it continues the bottom out off season. Mm-hmm. Like, why can't Billy Napier, this buffoon, do what Lane Kiffin is doing? Why is Lake Kiven getting Walter Nolan and 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 Princely U and and they had another um running back. This I dude's think, got more quarterbacks than he can use and he gets more. I think more. Ole Miss has uh, I'm just saying a better NIL I, thing going. I think they do. Yeah, well, I think they have more money. I yeah, mean, it's if just you want terrible. It's, well, I mean, if Florida Florida football fans and again, I don't blame you if you don't give any money, you don't have to. But if you don't, then it's hard. I mean, it's a the, there's a tough situation. Billy Napier's Trying, like I said, he's he's rowing up upstream, but he's trying. Well, he's, he's he got a strength coach. He's he's he replaced two defensive coaches. He uh, he's doing everything that people have been saying. Yeah. Oh, they, they need this. They need yeah. that. They need this. He's they doing need that. terrible job in the transfer portal. He had a weak recruiting class. He's lost. Uh, a I don't. I, his... I disagree. I don't think you can say if you got two of the top ten players and you're at the it's bottom. Not enough though. Well. You just told me this is the bottom of Florida football. Yeah. Florida football is an irrelevant football program. Yeah. They it's are. Like, they're irrelevant, and he got two of the top ten players in the country to come there. Yeah. I think that speaks very, very highly of, of what he's been able to do, and Lagway's the key. And if Lagway can play and help, it might be too late. Lagway might go win a Heisman at USC, or Lagway, Lagway might win a Heisman at Florida for a different coach. I don't know, but it's, it's, it's a situation where Billy has to understand that he's got to win in year three, and it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. But, yeah, so it's uh, – I can already see, by the way, you know, FSU uh, – I I, I am – you, you want to talk about disbelief in the Jaguars and where that optimism is. Uh-huh. I, uh-huh. It's completely squashed out to the point I don't need to just repeat and try and be negative. Hopefully, Billy Napier can figure it out. It, despite the, the top-end talent, you know, we have top-end talent sprinkled on our roster as it is now. You know, a five-star here, a five-star there. 
and yet we we can't win more than we lose. We lose to teams we have no business losing to, and things haven't gotten much better from game one to game 25 for, mm-hmm. for Billy Napier. But anyway, mm-hmm. I have this when it comes to the new 12-team college football playoff that's going to save the sport. You ready? Mm-hmm. I want you to work with me here. All right. Okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, count them on your fingers, and then we'll go off to break. But okay. I'm just going to make a point here to end the 10-minute drill. Count them on your fingers. Okay? The teams, just, you know, just the teams I'm about to, to mention. Uh, just count them out for me so I know what we are when we get to the end. Okay. Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. Georgia. Mm-hmm. Penn State, mm-hmm. Ohio State, mm-hmm. Missouri, mm-hmm. Oregon, mm-hmm. Michigan, mm-hmm. Washington, mm-hmm. Texas, mm-hmm. Alabama. Mm-hmm. How many of those? Uh, how, how many is that? Ten. That's ten teams? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's ten of the new, expanded, great for college football, 12-team playoff that would be in effect this year. Mm-hmm. SEC Big Ten. How many? I gave you SEC oh. Big Ten. Yeah, it's well, it's happening. So this is the twelve team playoff that oh, we talked yeah. about. We're gonna we're gonna put eight to ten SEC Big Ten teams in, and then just invite the. No wonder FSU suing to get out. Yeah. How are you gonna compete with that? How are you going to compete? NIL recruiting, uh, football network. The whole, how can you compete? So yeah, FSU's doing right. the right thing. I don't care how much I got to pay. I don't care how I can do it. I got to get out of this. Day. And by the way, I can't go to the Big Twelve either. I gotta get to the. I gotta beg into the Big Ten or SEC. Mm-hmm. That's where the future is. If there are now granted, I understand this year those are Big Twelve programs and Pac twelve programs, but there is no Pac twelve. The Big Twelve will give you one. Ain't gonna give you any more than that. You're gonna be more than one Big Twelve team in the playoff next year, Dan. First year, probably not. Right. Right. Because the, the Big Twelve, the big, the big Big Twelve's leaving Oklahoma and Texas. So anyway, that's the uh, ten minute drill. Six <laughs> six four one ten ten. You give RJ a call. No. Oh. Oh. Well, Merry Christmas. We Merry stole your Christmas. prize pack. We'll you know, be back. Right, we did. Should we get hectic when we return real quick to set up a selling? We can. All right, we'll get hectic when we return. The power rankings can't be kind. Personally, I have the Jags 24th. This is the drill on a Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday. The Drill on 1010XL. From the studios of Republic Services, we'll handle it from here. Now, Breakfast with Boselli on 1010XL. Brought to you by Epstein and Robbins DUI Defense Firm and Mr. Rooter Plumbing of Jacksonville. Breakfast provided by Chick fil A. Hick, sometimes you've got to turn to the experts. Yes. The eye in the sky. He's been there in that radio broadcast booth. Yes. Week after week after week. And the last four have not been pretty. So for the Hall of Fame perspective on just what in the hockey sticks PFHOF has happened number 355. to our broken football team, we're happy him. to fire up the All-Pro Roofing Hotline and bring in Tony Baselli this morning. Hello, Tones. How are we doing, my man? Merry Good Christmas morning. to you and your uh, family. Uh, yeah. All the way down Merry the Christmas. line. Yeah. Merry Christmas to everybody. And I uh, hope everyone had a good time with their families and uh did early the- santa came through sunday at one o'clock like champion for us tone <laughs> yeah, then four came. yeah it was uh yeah i mean the, the interesting thing is you know that we, we'll get to the game in a second which was just <laughs> awful um nothing changed yeah. <laughs> because both houston and indy lost yeah. i mean you still control your own destiny and all that good stuff but the reality is yeah and, we I said this afterwards. It doesn't matter what Indy or 
Um, right, right. Does. It really doesn't. Because if you don't start, you know, fixing some of the basics, some of the fundamentals, we can get into some of that. You're not going to beat the Carolina Panthers. Correct. I'm not and confident. you're not going to beat the Tennessee <laughs> Titans. So it won't matter because you know, the only thing you know for sure is that uh, either Houston or Indy is going to win one more game. Mm-hmm. Right. Because they play each other. Right. And so, like, stop worrying about everyone else in the division. Stop worrying about anything else because you control your own destiny. And if you don't fix what's going on in the field, if you don't fix whatever's going on in the preparation to get ready to get on the field, none of that matters because you're gonna, you're not going to you're not going to get to the playoffs. And if somehow you do sneak in, you're not going to do anything. So it doesn't matter. All right, let's get to the game tone. I thought the first half was the worst half of football I've seen under Doug Peterson. It was um, nothing went right, and it's the same stuff over and over again. I, I everybody everybody is. Should be held accountable from the very top to the bottom. Give me, give me some thoughts about what you were watching unfold. Where, and it didn't. It just didn't seem like. It just doesn't seem like there's enough. Like I don't know. Like juice, or they're just waiting for it to go bad, or I don't. I don't know. Like, like I've, if if I watched Miami and I watched the cheetah make a twenty yard catch, he jumps up and down, and hops around with some enthusiasm and emotion. I don't know, Tone. What's happening to our football team in front of our eyes? Yeah, I mean, I think, Dan, what happens in these situations when you're going the wrong direction, and we all do it, mm-hmm. you start looking at things, you, like, just forget the players for a second, we'll get to the players. I think everyone starts looking for some something to make sense of the situation. Maybe right. it's their energy. Maybe they're not ready. Right. Can someone jump up and down and do something? <laughs> None of that. I mean, <laughs> I mean that's all of us. Let someone to jump, some... Tony. Just jump up and down. <laughs> yeah, we're all looking for some sign that everything's going to be okay. It, it just, it, and I don't think it's a lack of emotion. I mean, uh-huh. I, don't think, uh-huh. I don't think it's guys not wanting to win. Everyone wants to win. Um but it's all the it's the preparation it's it's you know it's doing the basics not beating yourself and this team beats itself i mean four turnovers you know negative plays you know you know just the little things pre snap penalty so you know you got to start there and what i mean it reminded me a little bit of the game last year in detroit where we just got dominated in yeah. every phase yeah and we had no answer. Um, and, I, I, and I'm going to sound like a broken record, but to me it goes back to when you can't control either line of scrimmage. Oh, man. And, and I'll just start with the offense. Mm-hmm. When you can't run the ball, they had negative three yards mm-hmm. rushing at halftime. Uh, yeah, it's terrible. Terrible. And, and everyone's like, well, why don't they get ETN more involved? I think they're trying. They but are. when you go backwards yeah. and you can't run it, what are you going to do? And then – and when you like the NFL is a little bit of a game of attrition, this, you know, throughout the season because you know that injuries are going to happen. Right. Everyone has injuries. Everyone has issues they're dealing with. Mm-hmm. And the Jags have got hit, you know, the last you know, called last six weeks with some significant injuries to key guys, and that's hard. But this is where you have to step up, and you have to, you know, good teams find ways to win games. And we went to that game without two of our best receivers. Mm-hmm. You know. Calvin Ridley, you know, it's, has been up and down, and it looked like that him and Trevor haven't always been on the same page. 
And, you know, so you had one guy that, you know, you felt like, okay, Trevor's not connected with that Devin Ingram, but you don't have a lot of options there. And right. it makes it hard. So in those situations, what you have to do is you have to run the ball. And that's where you lean on your offensive line, the big guys. Say, okay, guys, we're putting the game in your hands. Right. Because not only do we not have two of our best receivers, we have a quarterback that's beat the hell. Yeah. And it hasn't practiced all week. Mm-hmm. And, and, who, and by the way, who's receiving core now without those two is way below average, bottom five in the league. Not very good. Oh, yeah. Cause, well, right. You have, yeah. you have a, a, a rookie Rookies. free agent. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, Second and third round yeah. offensive draft picks who don't even play. I, <laughs> I mean, so you're just, you're, you know, you're going in with, it's an uphill battle. Yeah. Um, and so you go, Hey, let's lean on the offensive line. Let's get the run game. Let's shorten the game. Mm-hmm. Let's control the clock. Let's control the line of scrimmage. Let's take the pressure off our quarterback and our receiving core. But the Jaguars don't have that ability. That's not, they don't have the offensive line to do that. Right. And so it puts you in a, it's tough. I mean, I, I hear, you know, and I'm not taking any, I'm not blaming the players or no, I hear you. or the coaches or anybody else, but everyone's killing Press Taylor. Yeah. Like, what are you going to call? Yeah. What What can they do, Tone? What do you do here these last two weeks? I mean, again, somehow we've gone from eight and three to I literally have no optimism. With, and I'm not, well, I have optimism. I'm not sure we'll beat the Panthers. I, I couldn't imagine myself saying that four or five weeks ago. Can it be fixed, or is this just ultimately going to be kind of a broken team and a broken season, and we'll try and retool this offseason? Yeah, I, I think, I mean, yes. Can you can you fix it? You have to define what fix it means. You're well, not can you changing. beat good teams? Can you, you know. Get, I, I, Jeff, I don't know if you can beat yeah, good teams. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with next, you. Can you beat the next two and get into the playoffs, and then anything can happen? Yes. You can do that. You can. You, you you can do that. You can. He's not saying you will. He's yeah. saying you can. You can do that. You can, okay. Yes, you can do All that. Right. And the way you do that, yeah. first and foremost, is it's about the players. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's the players saying enough's enough. And if we if we can do anything, we're going to play a good, clean game. We're going to go out there. We're going to understand what we're asked to do. We're going to line up. We're not going to have pre-snap penalties. We're not going to turn it over. We're not going to have 10 guys on the field or 12 guys on the field. We're, right. going, to, we're going to communicate in the secondary. We're going to, like, we're going to do mm-hmm. what we can control. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go play our asses off. Really haven't done that since November 19th at home against the, the Titans. They did win the next week at Houston, but it was far from a dominant performance. They got away with a victory. But the last time the Jags played a good buttoned-up full game of football – was way back on November 19th, that 34-14 hey, Tone, uh, went over, over Tennessee. Tone, a good example of what you're talking about, and I want your football opinion on this, uh, uh, the second interception with Evan Ingram, who is is by far Trevor Lawrence's most trusted guy. Did Was that a miscommunication, which I can't believe it? I, I don't think so. I think it was a bad me throw. Me watching it, yeah. I thought it was a bad throw. Okay. I wasn't sure. Now, I thought, mm-hmm. you know, Evan was getting, you know, Levante David was hanging on him a little bit. Yeah. And he's trying to work up the seam. Mm-hmm. And what Trevor's trying to do, and you see this all the time, he's trying to, what he should be, is throwing it at the back of Levante David's head. And right. Let, and let Evan, you know, kind of turn back and make a play over the top. And I just think he airmailed it. Okay. I mean, that was my take. Now, I could be dead wrong. I yeah, mean, I was just curious what your thought well, was. Well, what happened was the TV replay kind of sh- intimated that Trevor expected him to keep going down the seam, and then he was, you know. Well, but 
he was, but he was working down the nah, seam. He's been tied I, up. I didn't. Right. I didn't even buy if, it. But yeah, even if he's sprinting down the seam, that ball's still high. Yeah, high. It's thrown to the middle safety. And then the other one I wanted to ask you about football wise is, uh, again, as a quarterback, the the fumble lost. You have to see that blitz. That blitz is right in front of you. You know that you're in trouble, and you've got Evan Ingram running across the, you know, running right across in front of you. Just throw it to him, get rid of the ball. But if you pull it back down, you're taking all that into like I I just that part is that part that he won't solve is is driving me nuts a little bit. Well, I mean that one, he and I'll, I'll, let me just be completely honest. Yeah. I did not feel like watching the film on Christmas Day, so I've not watched <laughs> the film yesterday. I wouldn't watch it either. That's <laughs> so I'm just gonna be completely clear. I didn't yeah. watch the film, but watching it live, yes, um, it's obvious that Trevor wants to throw, but he sees something. Yeah. That forces them to pull back. Yeah. Um, and so I, I view that a little bit differently. Now, Trevor has to solve the fumbling issues. So I'm not right. no doubt about it. But that's one where I think he's trying He sees something that he thinks if he throws, it's going to be a pick. Mm-hmm. And so he, as he's pulling it back, he's getting hit. Right. Um, and it's just a tough play. Um, now, watching the film, maybe Evans wide open and he just missed it. I have no idea. But... The bottom line is, I think what you're saying, Dan, is, and this is going back to my point, what can you do? Right. You, you, like, you can't turn the ball over four times. I mean, you just, you, I mean, this team, if you go back to when this team was good, and this is what we said, is they played really good complimentary football. Yeah. They were getting turnovers think, on defense. Think, They're not a great defense, right, Tom? But they were getting turnovers, well, so that made them look better. That's right. They yeah. led the league in turnovers. Yeah. And we took advantage of the turnovers, mm-hmm. and we were playing good, clean football. Yeah, for the most part. And and when they when this team's healthy and they play that kind of football, they can beat almost anybody, maybe everybody, because the, like they they were a smart team. They played solid. It wasn't like I don't think any of us thought this was the most talented team at any point. Right. I think you know losing Kirk hurts bad, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um. But they played really good, good football. Yeah. Got to, but now all of a sudden the turnovers, turnovers dry up, and we're turning over at a high rate. Pass defense it, is not playing. I mean, the, the whole team. There's, there's blame everywhere. There's no. I mean, the kicker can't make a kick. I mean, I, mean, <laughs> I, I honestly think if you went through the entire yeah operation, yeah, I'm not sure you could find a group that's playing well. Yeah, like you could if you had to give out a game ball for Sunday. There's nobody to give it to. No, I mean we're just and it goes back. I mean the game of football is a tough game. It's a team game. You need a lot of things. You have everyone on the same mm-hmm. page, but it goes back down to the fundamentals. You got to block. Yeah, you got to tackle. This team is not blocking, and this team doesn't tackle. They had 13 or 15, whatever it was, missed tackle. I think it was yeah. 15 most of the season last week. Yeah. If you go back, one of the other things when this team was playing good, when Jeff and I talked about it on the radio during the games, it was a good tackling team. Mm-hmm. And the way they yeah. had to play, yeah. it was a little bit of a bend but don't break. Right. Play zone, keep mm-hmm. everything up in front of you, and come up and tackle. Yeah. I mean, go back to the Buffalo game. And I know this was a long time ago. Yeah. That was a great defensive performance. Right. What they do? They kept everything in front of them. They didn't give up the big plays except for late. And if you look at the, there's no yards after the catch. Mm-hmm. They came up, they stopped the run, came up and tackled people. 
Because they're not a team that you can play man and run with people. It's not that type of defense. I think the defense. The, I thought the defense really kind of let, let the let the momentum get going against them by just not getting off the field tone. Like that first drive, they were in third and five like three or four times, and we just could never make the play when you had to on the day. They ten third down conversions uh, for Tampa. They had another fourth down conversions on top of that. Ten. Oof, it's a big number. Yeah. No, no. I mean, I mean, this is what we're saying. You can go across the board and. Right. Nobody played well, um, and and that's why you say, well, how do you fix it? A lot of things to fix, but I always start with take you know, it's a, it's a motto in my I just believe in mm-hmm. control what you can control. Mm-hmm. Like start there. Well, what can you control if you're a player on this team and a coaching staff? You can control do your job. <laughs> you can control being prepared. Mm-hmm. You can control playing hard. Like, okay, start there. Okay, I'm prepared. I understand my assignment. I understand the game plan. I understand where to line up. Now I can go play hard. Yeah. I can play smart. Mm-hmm. No snap penalties. Like, there's just like, if you just start there, if you do those, you beat the Carolina Panthers. Mm-hmm. I don't, yeah, I, I. I don't know, man. I'm, what about what about the head? Because coach? you're not changing out. You're not changing out the players. Yeah, no, you're not changing anything out, Tony. But what about the head coach? Like, and again, I think there's blame to go around. So, I'm, again, you know, we're not advocating changes and stuff. We're just like, I don't think he's coaching well either. Like, I I thought this was a big week for him to get the team ready, and they looked worse than ever. And so, we've always sort of lauded him as being this like really good got the feel of the team, psychologists saying the right things. I I just feel like something's not clicking in that locker room right now between coaches and players. I don't know. But, I mean, tell me about, you know, Doug Peterson. And, and, and is he said, look, I can't do it. Press can't do it. Mike can't do it. And I get that part of it. But is something missing from them? I'm not there. I'm not in the meetings. Right. I'm not there when they prepare. Mm-hmm. Um, I still have, I hold Doug Peterson in high regard and think he's a great of course we coach. Do. Yeah. And so I, I mean, but now at the end of the day, everyone's responsible and, and, and it's everyone's responsibility to fix it. And if you're not fixing it, then you're, you know, the fingers pointed at you and sure. everyone else. Sure. Um, but I do agree. And I've always been like this. This is a player's league. Uh, you know, if I'm, if I, at, you put the responsibility on the players. And that you're a professional football player. It's your job to prepare yourself. It's your job to know the playbook. It's your job to go out there and execute. And if you need someone to motivate you to do your job, well, that's at the end of the day, not that a coach should not be motivating and a coach should not, you know, great leaders do that. But the, only, the responsibility is on you. Especially right. when you have something to play for, Tone. I mean, it's more understandable when you're 4-10 and 10 and the years we've kind of been through, how things get off track. But – to hear, to to see, you know, to, to kind of hear that voice that you're not ready and you're making mistakes. We're also now starting to get these rumblings that perhaps the locker room's not, you know, buttoned up as great as it could be. There's friction there, and it just, you know, it but, just it just all plays. Yeah, that's what happens. Yeah, when yeah, you you've been there, right? Yeah. That's you've, what you've happens there. when when it goes sideways. Mm-hmm. That's what happens, and I think you know maybe it's a case where everyone. Was, you know, believe in the press clippings a little too much at eight and three. And yeah. listen, we, we're all, all guilty. The, yeah, for sure. We're talking about number one seed and blah 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 blah. For sure. And 
it's the danger of not sitting back and taking an honest look of where you are and what it takes to win. And how does, the org- how does and, and, and Tony, it should be, I'm sorry to interrupt you, and that should be stated across the organization. You know, the guy at the top building the roster is doing a really, really, really bad job. Like, it's we're beyond now not good enough. It's fair to say this this last year or two, is, he's done terribly. He has done a terrible job of making us better, and and that's why we are where we are. In fact, I don't know if it's just a quick, you know, wipe this season away and, and chalk it up to injuries, Tony, because of what you said. Our de- you know, these lines of scrimmage, they're not built with a snap of the finger. You know, and he spent a lot of assets on those two areas and, and for naught in some cases, it seems. Well, you know, well, let's save the yeah. The Jeff, I hear you. Your, com- your comment's fair. Yeah, let's say let's that's save fair too. The, kind of the building right. and what this team needs to do after the season. Draft I think talk. That, that's that's a very good. <laughs> no, but that's a good conversation to have. I yeah, just, yeah. right now. I got you because you, know, you can't do anything about yeah, I hear it. You. And listen, it, we said it last week. This team made a bet in the off season that they were good enough with right. the personnel they had. Right. After last year, and that they were going to bet the young guys were going to get better, mm-hmm. and the addition of Calvin Ridley would make them more explosive on offense. It just it hasn't. I mean, this offense has not been explosive all year. Mm-hmm. It was the defense getting a ton of turnovers and playing really solid football that you know, and then the offense taking advantage. But that was kind of the formula for victory for this team. Um, and now you you know, season happens, guys get hurt. You don't play well, and, and the concerning thing is, I'm, I'm sure this is, if I was Doug, is is the locker room and these guys staying in it. That's what you have to do. I mean, that's the head coach's responsibility. You, you've lost four straight. you got two left. It's all in front of you mm-hmm. still. Mm-hmm. And let's, like, we got to make sure, get these guys' heads back where they need to be and get them, you know, everyone on the same page. Right. And let's go figure out how to win, win a football game. Because that's the, I mean, you guys know this. You guys have been covering it for a long time. The thing in, in the, the NFL, winning cures a lot of, you know, cures a lot of ills. And it can change quickly. Um, and so go find a way to win one game and see if you can get this thing back on tracks enough where you can get into the playoff, win your division, win your division and get in the playoffs. And then, you know, we'll figure out what to do from that point. Right. All right, man. Well, I'm not confident, but we'll see. We got to play it, so let's go win it and somehow get to nine, and then see what happens. Uh, but there's a, you know, we we might have to go to Tennessee and win a football game too, Tone. Oh, I, I think I think, and I thought this at the beginning of the year. Yeah, that game. That it, I'm like, don't be don't be shocked. Yeah. If you got to go win. Yeah. At the end of the in Tennessee to go now, I thought Tennessee was going to be better. I thought they were the biggest threat. I was right. dead wrong on that one. Right. Um, but still, I mean, I did. I wouldn't. I'm not shocked that you have to go win late in December to go win the division. Mm-hmm. Just how the NFL works out. I mean, yeah. it's very rare that you are sitting in a situation where, correct. You know, you're the Ravens, and you know, all, now you're thinking about number one seed. Yeah. So, um, but Dan, your point of not being confident. I said it at the end of the game on the radio. Yeah. This team plays this way. They won't they beat Carolina. That's true. 100%. 100%. I mean, so I, I think it's fair not to feel yeah. all warm fuzzy inside in this holiday Is there anything season. to change offensively, Tone, to get more? I mean, is there anything? Or do you try a few different things, or is it what? too late? Like, I don't – a different – I don't know what – like, so here's how I answer that. Yeah. 
give me some idea. Like, try what? Yeah. You, you have an offensive line that can't move people. And right. You, you have no run game. Okay, right. so check that box. Right. Um, you watch how they try to run. <laughs> oh, no. They already do. They <laughs> press in, in, in that offensive staff. Let Logan Cook offensive. throw it three times out of punt formation. Yeah, I mean, so like. <laughs> I don't there know. Are, Onside kick to start the game. Anything, yeah, but, Tone. Help but, me. But if you look at their run game, <laughs> they are already trying to create angles uh-huh. and, and a little bit of trick them in yeah. uh, gadgety stuff that yeah, yeah. might work one or two times, but it's not going to be consistent. Because mm-hmm. consistent football is you line up, you move people, and you run downhill. No, we don't do that. Okay, so I, they can't do that. No. So if you take that off, in the passing game, what are you going to do? You have, you're going to go in this game most likely. Zay is going to be 50-50. But right. most likely, I wouldn't be surprised if you have the same crew you rolled out there against Tampa. Might not have Trevor again, but we'll see. You have a, you have a, you have a quarterback who got beat up yeah. again and is beat up going in. Yeah. And so, okay, like how much are we going to put on the passing attack when we already yeah. – at times, doesn't look like it. Doesn't look like we're on the same. There page. were two plays last. There were plays last night, Tony. We got to go, but and, and I thought about this. Lamar sat back there for uh, twelve Mississippi, uh, uh, and I thought, my God. I mean, we haven't had that luxury this season. But Dan, let me. <laughs> I don't think that's fair. Let me tell you why. Okay. <laughs> Is Lamar? Is a unicorn. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you have to rush him. But there were times where he was just okay. You're saying they attack differently, keep him in the pocket. Okay, that's fair. That's just can't pin your ears back. That's fair, Lamar, because he'll be running for a thousand yards in one game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a he's a unicorn. So I I never all right look at what that is happening and why he has more time or some of the times he's just buying time and no one can catch him. I mean, unless you put an official back there to trip him. I'm not sure you're getting them down. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. Um, so that that that's fair. Would, that's a good point. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I'll say last thing. I'll say this. Yeah. We all, and this is why I love the NFL. Yeah. And we all anointed the the 49ers are heading to jail. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Greatest thing since sliced bread. Chris yeah. McCaffrey MVP. Brock Purdy MVP. Blah blah blah. Yeah. And the Ravens, they're a good football team. They're really yeah, they good. They come in there and beat the. Went into San on Christmas night. Yeah. Tony, I'll tell you what we've been sleep. The hell out. I'll tell you what we've been asleep on. All right, uh, uh, let's look at the 49ers uh, season real quick. Ravens beat them last night. Don't forget the Bengals beat them in San Francisco. Cleveland beat them in Cleveland with PJ Walker. The NFC, the AFC North is the best division in football. It's just not got. It just you don't believe in them quite because you got Flacco quarterbacking the Browns because yeah. you got quarterback you know issues in Pittsburgh because the Bengals have been injured, but. You know, uh, we we mimicked San Francisco when it comes to that AFC North. They beat the heck out of both of us. Mm-hmm. It, the, Jeff, it's a great point. Yeah, it, and and if you look at that division, and this is my hard headed offensive lineman uh, mentality. Look at the ball. Yeah, they're all pretty physical teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. We mean, all right, well, brother. About Appreciate four off you. seasons with a new GM, maybe we can get physical. Thank you, Tone. Thanks, I'll Tone. just leave you with that a parting shot. There he goes, Don Anthony Baselli <laughs> Jr., seventy-one in your program, number one in your hearts. This is the drill on ten ten XL ninety-two point five FM. The drill on ten ten XL from the studios of Republic Services. We'll handle it from here. Well, the message is still, you know, our, our goals are still in front of us. Everything's still right there. Obviously, the division is, is kind of wide open. We, we've kind of opened that door. But we've got we've to focus on one game at a time, and, and that's what we're going to do. 
Yeah, it's kind of getting to that point, uh, Dan, back in the, uh, you know, whether it was Gus Bradley or, you know, Doug Marone, Doug Marone that old, you know, peanuts bit. Yes. Oh, wah, wah. Wah, wah. Well, that's what it, it feels like now. I don't believe yeah. There you go. I mean, that's what I hear when Doug or Trevor or anyone else talks. It's not their fault, but I, they're, they're not believable anymore. Yeah. Right. The things they've told us for the last two or three weeks, now four, to try and get things turned around and, you know, the belief they have that they can, that got knocked out of them Sunday, Dan. It was a definitely a different mood slash temperament yeah. to that football team in, in just what they said. In fact, Trevor Lawrence, also apparently near uh, wits in, RJ cut for Trevor Lawrence in a very disappointed and, and, and quite frankly, um, a locker room losing confidence. Like I said, it just looks like we don't even practice. You know, the stuff that we're doing, Oof. we look lost. Uh, no sense of urgency. God, I mean, the list goes on and on. And, you know, we I feel like we have good weeks of preparation, and I feel like we're prepared going into games, and then something happens and on game day the last month where it just all falls apart. So, you know, we got to figure that out. We're all in it together. You know, we, we got to – this is our season. We've worked hard to be in this position, and – we're close to, to pissing it away, so we gotta we gotta figure it out. We got two weeks left, like I said, and I mean we gotta flush it and move on to the next one because there wasn't much good to, to take from today, but we gotta nope. get better. I, I nope. listen, Hick, I, I honestly I don't I got no optimism. I'm like you, just for the sake of the media guide. Can we find a way to scratch out a division? We had one. Right. We had it one. Yeah. We had two game three in the in the we left Houston in fine shape. Right. We had the division one and. Damn it! If this broken football team has it to use uh, Trevor's not so colloquial phrase, peed it all away. Mm-hmm. They peed it all away, and now they are broken without confidence, and they shouldn't have any confidence. They can't beat anybody. No, they can't win at home. They can't win on the road. They can't beat elite teams. They can't beat mediocre teams. I don't know if you watch Cincinnati this weekend. They don't look so tough to me. No. Now, how do you lose that game at home? How, how do you, by the way, a big move by our Dynamo GM was changing kickers. Yeah. Of all the things in the world that we could be low on the list, changing kickers should have been one of them. Yeah. Yet we got a guy who's now missed six of his last seven. Oh. Important kicks. A kick against uh. the Bengals that would have won the football game. Yeah. And then I heard all about the, ooh, those breezes from left to right. And then I watched the Tampa Bay kicker kick it right through. Yeah. So uh, the Dolphins kicker made three fifty-plus field goals on Sunday. Yeah, we're and again we we can revisit you know down the line, but I don't. This is where I don't trust Shad Khan, and 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 I think this is fair. He's way too slow on the trigger. Except when it came to Tom Coughlin, he's too slow, man. Yeah, he lets things ride too long. He yeah. gives people too much rope. He did it with Dave Caldwell. He did it with Doug Marone, and he's doing it with Trent Baalke. Yeah. We're not any better. That's on the GM. I'm sorry. It's tough business. You get to pick all the players. Mm-hmm. You get to sign all the free agents. Mm-hmm. You got to make your team better. If you don't, it's too short. The window slams quickly. We need new vision, new voices. Really, if you go look at the stats, are somewhat amazing that we still have a winning record. We can't run the ball. <clears throat> we can't stop the run. We can't stop the pass. Uh, the, and, 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 you know, we were suspect about the defense, and then we kept saying, you know, to the point of defense playing better than expected. And I finally said, well, we can't say that anymore. The defense is good, but apparently they're not that good. Uh, they were getting turnovers, and turnovers change games. Now we turn it over. 
We were going to stop the turnovers, and we had four of them on Sunday. Four of them. Third down I mean, defense has been terrible, continues. Terrible. We can't – I mean – Mike Evans. Uh, I will say this uh, though, just Dan killed our guy. Yeah, I will say Tyson this. Campbell had a terrible he game. Is. I felt bad for him. I don't know how. I think hard. he's kind of like Trevor. I think he's playing through. Beat up. Yeah, yeah, I so, do. I mean, you don't want to. He's proven to be better than he played last week. Oh gosh, he's way better. I mean, that was an awful yeah. performance. Yeah. I mean, just. Uh. Well, I want to say this, Hick. Yeah. You know, and listen. Part of it is by you know the injuries on the offensive line and receiver, and it, we're we're not that good, dude. No. Our players aren't that good. No. Our, 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 no one on the defensive line gets to the quarterback well, the other middle, than Allen or Walker. In the middle of the season, we had eight Pro Bowlers. Yeah, and now, not anymore. Now we have Yeah, uh, not anymore. And and and, 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 and the re- yeah. our receiving unit right now without Kirk and Jones is pitiful, bro. Yeah. It's terrible. It's the worst. You know, I had the best receiving day was uh, 14. Elijah well, Cook, at like, least he well, tried. He and, made plays. This will put it in perspective, okay? I yeah. said earlier, I think the Jags have the, maybe had the worst receiving core in the league right now as we sit here. Right, so Patrick said, Mahomes on line one. Well, Pat, go okay, ahead. Okay, somebody <laughs> said that, and and I so I will counter off for this. Rasheed Rice has more catches than any of our receivers. Yeah, our receiver. If you think Elijah Cooks and Parker Washington are better than Sky Moore and Kadarius Tony, yeah, but we're missing our starters. They're not. I'm saying right now. I'm not saying with yeah, our starters. Obviously, that's a different game. I'm talking about right now, trying to win a division. I, sh- I wanted to ask Tony. I, I will say this, and this is the next step, maybe in the evolution of Trevor. Maybe because he's playing poorly, he doesn't feel like he can. But Mahomes yesterday, a lot of people took note about Mahomes on the sideline, trying to get his guys going, trying to get that offensive line going, trying to, you know, yell. He was yelling, and and I, I, I most people like that look. Um, should Trevor be doing that? You know, should he go to yeah. that next step? I don't know. I don't know what Trevor is, who Trevor is. I don't think you can no. be fake. You got to be the guy that you are. And he handles himself beautifully in, in, I think that he as the feels, quarterback of the Jaguars. I, but This would be my offer, and I'm sure he's not, like, hesitant to mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. I think that he thinks that he's the one messing up. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I do know that he's going to – he's going to – he's showing some – he's demonstrating. I don't know if I agree completely with Tony only because we had the the the, the – you know, we had the the vision of the TV replay and what mm-hmm. the analyst was saying. Mm-hmm. You know, and they certainly made it indicate that that Ingram rounded off a route that Trevor thought he was going to keep going. Now, Tony explained that, that, well, right. Levante David was on him and he turned yeah, him Trent inside. Green was like... But they de- he yeah. definitely... Now, granted, maybe Which, by the way, if it is a miscommunication, that's bad. Right. Not in week right. 17 no, of year 16. two. Good gosh. Of year two with yeah. Ingram. That's bad. Listen, then- at the end of the day, it's this, Hick, mm-hmm. and we're beating it up a, a thousand ways around it. We have the worst offensive line in the league, and those yeah. soft boys have ruined the year. Yeah. They've screwed us. Yeah. Those dudes have ruined our football season yeah. because they can't man up with the guy. It is the most man-up position in all of sports, yeah. offensive and defensive line. Yeah. And our little patty cake boys can't win battles. Yeah. They can't go out-man the guy in front of them. And it doesn't matter who the opposition is. It can bad. be Vita Vea. It can be... It can be anyone. They can't move people. They can't Tony move people. They're terrible. Yeah. They're just people. terrible. They're either old or soft yeah. across the line. And I don't know how you can, but again, I just think it's important for this organization. You must beat Carolina. You got to beat Carolina. You can't, you cannot lose your last six games and go eight and nine. Oh, gosh. At least nine and seven. And got, listen, the problem is the confidence, Hick. Oh, it's gone. That 34-14 win I it's referenced gone. over Tennessee, yeah, yeah good r- luck replicating that on the road. And and there's two main reasons. Those two main reasons, Dan, the reason we can't win football games, there's two main reasons. You ready? Mm-hmm. Offense and defense. Yeah. How about that? 
You can throw in special teams, yeah, too. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Well, or... McManus has been god-awful. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's about time that that's official worry if there's a kick that means the game's I on the line. Tommy McManus start kicking. <laughs> same result. I don't know. I think Tommy McManus is a much better kicker than Brandon McManus. I got today's pest of the day. Then we'll come back with more here on the Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday. Right. Uh, this is a good one. Maybe you got a chance to see this one over the uh, most wonderful time of the year. The Christmas Bowl spirit didn't really take with Eastern Michigan's Corey Hernandez. No. The, the pest of the day is brought to you by Mission Pest Solutions. Gang, take advantage of this between now and the end of the year. Switch over to Mission Pest Solutions. You're going to get that initial pest treatment for free. That's a $250 value. And then you're home free with the best when it comes to customer service of any pest control uh, business out there veteran and locally owned and operated when you call 944 pest you'll speak directly with the owners and right now mention 1010xl when you call 944 pest get it done before the end of the year this offer will expire on the 31st but if you do you will get that first initial pest treatment for free a 250 dollars value and then you get on sked and your life stays pest free something we can all appreciate yeah so eastern michigan found themselves on the wrong side of a 59 to 10 walloping by South Alabama. I mean, there's one team of Jaguars that showed up this week. It was the South Alabama Jaguars. Yeah, don't I know it. Thanks, uh, Eastern Mish. Uh, Eastern, you picked Eastern, Eastern Mish plus 17. You needed plus 40. You needed plus 50. Plus 50. And I would have been right 50, there. I was right there. Yeah. Well, they have a graduate defensive back, Corey Hernandez. Yeah, Didn't take it. the losing well. No, Corey. So, South Alabama is doing what uh, teams will often do after they win. They're yeah. celebrating with their band. They're singing the alma mater. How to do that. Uh, and, by the way, this isn't even, like, something that could have developed over the course of the game. Like, Hernandez, the kid who is the pest of the day, he sucker punched, ran across the field. He sucker punched a dude who was in the end zone. Hit him right in the back of the helmet. I mean, granted, he had the helmet on, so it's relative, but still – like the worst case of sportsmanship that you would ever find. But it's not like the guy he hit was like like, like, like a tight end or a, or a receiver, and you had a rivalry going with them all day. They both were defensive backs, so I don't imagine they came across each other during the game. They certainly did after multiple videos uh, captured by fans and posted on social media. Show Hernandez, the mm-hmm. pest of the day, running the length of the field yeah. while South Alabama saying their alma mater. Mm-hmm. And the good vibes interrupted when he hit South Al defensive back Jamarian Burt in the back of the head. Uh, thankfully, Burt still wore his helmet. A melee ensued from there. Eastern Michigan has since apologized. And again, this is the damage here is mitigated by the fact that he did have a helmet on. But just the outright lose control, loss of temper was amazing. Can't and that's, go, brother. that's today's pest of the day. Mission pest, not services. Not control, solutions. Mission Pest Solutions, veteran locally owned and operated, called 944 Pest. Between now and the end of the year, you get your first pest treatment absolutely free. It's $250 value, and then your Mission Pest Solutions for life. Uh, give them a call at 944 Pest. Back with more on a Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday. The Drill on 1010XL. From the studios of Republic Services, we'll handle it from here. All right, we're hurtling towards the 9 o'clock hour. So here we are in dealing what we're dealing with, with our Jaguars. But you look around the rest of the NFL, and you start to try to get a feel for, like, I kind of like the fact that the Niners lost because I I don't want them just – I want some great playoff games, and I think we're setting up for some really good ones uh, this year. I really do. This And it's coming quick, so uh, we'll see. But, yeah, I think we're going to have – I think we're going to have a great playoff structure when it comes. And if I said to you right now, who's going to be in the Super Bowl? 
Who knows? I Listen, the way this season has gone, if yeah. you took your turn as the best team in the league, and that's been Kansas City, it's been Buffalo, yeah. it's been yeah. the 49ers, it's been the Eagles, it, it's, it never has lasted more than four or five weeks. So I think you're probably behoove you. I, I think the Ravens would be better off losing the game here before they go. I, yeah. It's just they've snuck up on you. So maybe, you know, maybe it's Buffalo. You know, maybe it's Detroit. Maybe it's one of these teams that has not spent its time, you know, at the top. But I think this year, maybe more than ever, Hick, let's ride a hot horse. Yeah. Because there does not seem – it seems more wide open. Is, is it not just wide open? Like, even the NFC, which I thought was going to be – I don't know. It could be Detroit. Yeah. You know, it could it could be one of the wildcard teams. I, I just don't know. San Francisco, that was a really – Deflating performance yesterday by a Niners team that looked like it was the they got some issues because Arizona ran through them the week before. Yeah, so they were dominated yesterday by by Baltimore. Eagles won, but they're not happy in Philly. They're they're and you know? Kansas City lost, so they're playing. Ter- Kansas City right now is the Jaguars, amazingly similar right now. Dallas is you know lost two in a row, and they got Detroit Saturday. Yeah, nice little Saturday yeah. night too. At home, out where Dallas has been a much different team. They play but, better. By the way, on the other side of that, Dallas is the first real meaningful win for the Dolphins. First yeah. time they beat a, a good Dolphins. a good team, and and now they play Baltimore next week, basically for the AFC's top seed. Yeah, yeah. And Buffalo by and by the way, if Miami loses to Baltimore, Buffalo could win the East. And yeah, they play them last week. Yeah, they're the back division. within a game, and Buffalo's got a layup. Like, well, I no, say there are no layups. You saw yeah. the Chargers. Well, no, the you also saw the. You know, they play the Patriots. Yeah. They went no. to Denver and won. Yeah. And the Chargers played Buffalo I know. tight down, yeah, the, yeah. down the stretch. Yeah. So I, it's. That was a game Buffalo could have lost. Very easy. I mean, they, here's they, a here's the difference. I, I'm i glad you mentioned that. This is the. And again, I'm not. I'm fine with Trevor. Understand that. I like Trevor. I, he's, I think we can win a Super Bowl with Trevor. I'm not sure Trevor makes the play that Josh Allen made when the blitz was coming. And he threw it off his back foot to the open kid at about the ten yard line. Who then, on the game winning on the yes. field goal drive? Yeah, I'm not sure Trevor makes that no. play. That's what puts Josh Allen up there with Mahomes and and Burrow, Burrow, and and, and, and whoever else. Lamar, even though it's Lamar, a different Lamar in a different way, but Lamar, yeah. yes. Those, well, at Trevor's, I here's Lamar th- would have rolled out of that athletically and hit him on a dot. I, I don't know enough about you know film work. This, I don't either. This would be a better I'm just saying when I saw. For, I know, but for, when I saw that play. I was thinking that's like that's above the X's and O's. Yeah. Josh Allen, listen, Buffalo's about to lose that game. If Josh Allen makes one boo-boo on that drive, they got to go and score to win. If he doesn't get them down to score to win, they lose the game, and then suddenly they're back out on the outside looking in. It was Josh Allen who has won the game. Josh Allen who now is a count. You know Josh Allen has 13 rushing touchdowns this year? Yeah, he's had one in 11 games, a new record. Is it? Yeah, for a quarterback. He has accounted for 40 or more touchdowns three straight yeah, years. Yeah, he's amazing. He, uh, now, he has 15 picks. He throws yeah. a pick a game. So, you know, Mahomes, Hurts, and Allen all have more picks than Trevor. Yeah. So, for those of you yeah. that want to send Trevor yeah. to the moon, yeah. understand he's yeah. not alone in some struggles from time Mahomes to time. Mahomes looked like he had had enough yesterday. There are a couple times where he's just standing back there in the pocket like. He's not seeing the field good as, as well either. I yeah. think it's, again, well, Kansas City's our sister. And his, They're our sister his, city right now. The Kansas City Chiefs right now are playing exactly like the Jaguars. They can't run the ball. Yeah. They they do not protect uh, 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 Mahomes. And injuries and defections, they don't have enough weapons. And by the way, whatever the coincidence is, mm-hmm. 
Kelsey's done. He's a bum. Yeah. He's he, just done. And so yeah. hopefully this is his last year and he can go jet setting around the world with Tay Tay. But he is he's a bum. They throw to too many average white dudes not named Kelsey out there in Kansas City right now between Watson and Gray and Bell. He's dropping balls. Dropping and, balls. Yeah. Penalties. Yeah. He just a, he's just not playing well. That's for sure. He um and and you can tell you can tell Mahomes is about how he just looks exasperated at times out there trying to figure out what's wrong. And I kept thinking, well, they'll come back. Well, they'll come back. And the Raiders did not complete a pass after the first quarter and won the game. Think about the Raiders, too, if they that game they lost to Minnesota. Score a point, brothers. Yeah. You'd be eight and six right now. You the Raiders if the Raiders win their last two, Uh uh-huh. And the Chiefs lose. Yeah, the Raiders win the division. Chiefs got the Chargers the last game. They're yeah, terrible. They are terrible. I don't. I don't. I can't see that happening. No, but no. But it's uh It's not the same Chiefs team, and they're going to have to travel in the postseason. And so, yeah. It's in fairness. It's, here's what I was going to say about Trevor when you were talking about him, mm-hmm. and we've got, got sidetracked for just mm-hmm. a second. But mm-hmm. here's the one. And again, I'm not. This is where I was going to say I'm not the whisperer. I don't know how to look at the all twenty two right. and decide. Right. I didn't watch. And now I've seen Trevor enough, you know, all these games, all these times, both in person and and on television. If you rated the quarterbacks by their traits, 1 to 32, I wonder how low Trevor Lawrence would be on, like, seeing the field. Yeah. He doesn't see the field to me. Like, a play will end and there'll be a guy who was running wide open or a different crossing route that would have hit. And so... I think it's dangerous to give him too big of a pass because he threw to this guy and the miscommunication was there when had he thrown to this guy, it would have been an easy completion. And I don't want to overstate it. You right. know, I don't know. Right. I, I'm not an expert, but it just, just it, with no, like, quarterback, you know, coaching experience under my belt, it just seems like he doesn't see the field real great. Yeah. But, you again, know? one of the things that I've been talking about, and, again, it, and I agree, there's, there's some things that he has to work on. With all that said, he's the least of our problems. Now, if you start going to look at the numbers, and I was looking at them last night, um, we cannot run the football. We are now, ladies and gentlemen, in running the football at like 93 yards a game. It's 100% the O-line. I mean, this 93 is... 93 yards a game. And the reason Trevor has to run around and throw balls to nowhere, and the reason he's hurt now three times this year is also because... Let's don't lose sight of that. 26th in the league, Jeff. He's, he's, he's now hurt three times this year, mm-hmm. maybe four, because of his offensive line. Mm-hmm. Well, his coordinator rolled him out to the left and got his, got you know, in a blowout win and got his knee hurt. So, we won't put that on the line. One clod of an offensive line stepped on his foot and hurt his ankle. Mm-hmm. Another discombobulation of the offensive line allowed him to get concussed in the pocket. And now this week, a pitiful offensive line had him running for his life within two seconds of the snap and as he dove out of bounds he hurt his shoulder or 29th against the pass on pass defense yeah so i mean these numbers may over a season matter correct so we can't stop teams from throwing and look at the beginning of the year it was more it was more well we're we're getting ahead of teams and they're having to throw more that's not the case oh i got some breaking news citing a family trait Mm-hmm. Travis Etienne has entered his name into the portal and wants to go to Baltimore. <laughs> so just like brother, like brother, you know, Trevor wants to haul A from Gainesville to Georgia because oh, that's his competitive zeal. Travis says he now wants to go to Baltimore. We'll be back with more next. It's a Catlin Chuck Accessories Tuesday on the drill. This is your Duval Minute. 
Brought to you by Lift Power, your turnkey solution for all warehouse needs. In the end, it's it's the trenches that we just simply don't win, and that's sort of going to be the autopsy of the 2023 Jaguars. Again, we have fallen backwards and backwards and backwards. ETN now 14th in the NFL in running the football. There was a time where he was in the top three, right? And it's not just because he's beat up. It's not just because he's not playing well. It's because there's nowhere to run. He had six carries for 12 yards the other day. It was, it was, and they try. They just can't run the football, which doesn't bode well for January football, let alone December. But if we don't get things right, there is going to be no January football except the end of the year game. So, uh, and the Jags are 26th in the league in running the football, 93.9 yards a game. It's terrible. Terrible numbers lead to terrible problems. And that's why the Jaguars have lost four games in a row. And that's your new moment. It's brought to you by Lift Power. We do it all. Lift Power has been providing the Southeast with all its material handling needs for more than 50 years. From right here in Jacksonville, FLA. What a business. Lift trucks, warehouse design, docks and doors, total warehouse design, service support, fleet management, and more. You name it, Lift Power does it. Learn more at liftpower.com. It's time to get nasty, Jeff. Oh, boy. Is that necessary? Well, let me first yeah, give, it a, is. give a little Nocatee nasty for you right now. Uh, speed trap on the Nocatee Parkway. So if you're out and about that way, brought to you by Callen Chuck Accessories. Heads up to Holmes and my brother. Got to spend some time, break bread with them, watch the Georgia Tech UCF game. Nice job, all you. No, no natty banners this year, UCF. You want to talk about a game going opposite real quick, Hick? Yeah. For all for the 99.9% of the audience that didn't watch UCF Georgia Tech. Yeah. UCF came out, went right up in the field twice in a row. It was 14 nothing. had the ball again. That game was going to be 58-0. Yeah. Tech got a turnover. They scored. They stayed around, and then mm-hmm. they beat them. I missed that on the over beat them good. I still can't hit a college game, and so this week, there's only one that I've got my eye on. Yeah. Because I'm going to stick true to what I thought as soon as the playoff poll came out. Mm-hmm. You know, you go if you want to – poke them with a stick and tell them they don't belong and mention other teams that should be there instead of them. Yeah. You go ahead. I'll take Bama. I'll take Bama against Michigan this week to put a little nod on Mr. Harbaugh's noggin. And I hate to take – I, I kind of lean towards – I don't know how high the line's going to get, so I'll keep an eye, but George over FSU seems like a no-brainer to me. Yeah, I hear you too, and that makes sense. But you know what? We'll probably be wrong, because and that's good news for FSU fans, because I couldn't pick my nose right now. Well, it's awful hard in college again. I, I, I swore last week off of college and yet went 0-2 again, so the last two weeks on the five-pack, I'm keeping it open mathematically by – just like betting any college games. I miss every one of them. It's unbelievable. But mm-hmm. coming up this weekend, uh, well, it starts Friday. We got Clemson, Kentucky, and a Gator Bowl where they could really use your help in the stands. So if you want to get out and yeah. uh, support the local uh, sports economy, I, I think I've heard that they are shutting shutting down the upper deck. Like they've just they've just resigned themselves yeah. to the fact they're not going to get more than forty grand at the well, game. It's, co- it's bowl season. That's yeah. Welcome to the world of college football. And there's bowl. also this, Dan. You know, Clemson is making its 10th appearance. They have more appearances than anyone. They've been here an awful yeah, lot. Yeah, but when was the last time they were here? It's a hard sell, though. Yeah. I mean, if you're a sports, if you're a fan, you know, a Clemson fan, which, you know, can last for years. Yeah. They've been here a little bit. I guess yeah. maybe not in the last two or three years, but I'd still say in the last 15 more than oh, sure. a couple or three. Uh, Clemson hasn't been here, Jeffrey. Come on now. Wow. Since. since. I guess they've been better than that, really. Since that far back, is it West Virginia? Since Nebraska in '09. Okay. Nebraska, Clemson, 2009, the 2008 season. 
Okay, and then that's a few times, years. a few times, the five or six years before then. Yeah, but come on, that's yeah, yeah. that's no, that's been, well, that's because yeah. Clemson has uh, positioned itself above where the Gator Bowl lands. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, you take them, but no, you're right. I guess we got we got lucky last year. Nice, great crowd. Yeah. Notre Dame, South Carolina, yeah. sixty-seven thousand yeah. people. Great game. People were excited. Both the year before Wake Forest, Rutgers. Well, that was COVID, but twenty-eight thousand. No, COVID was ten thousand. What about what about the Gator Bowl gave you Wake Forest, Rutgers? Well, remember Rutgers. A uh, and M bagged us. Oh yeah, that's remember? true. Remember? Yeah, I do. So there's that. there's lots of, it's been tough road to hoe. It's Clemson Kentucky's a nice matchup. By the way, the Kentucky kid uh, Rodriguez, Benny the Jet Rodriguez, I had himself that. a nice little game for Washington. Yeah. Who he was part of that, of course, that I had, parlay you listed. Yeah, I had Washington in the uh, in the uh, fight for the fedora, and they came all the way back. They're going to win the game, and then they somehow let them get a field. Well, the, the, you know what the easiest thing is to do in the NFL, What's Jeff Prosser? The easiest thing I could do this. Okay. As a 60-year-old quarterback in the NFL. Uh, here he goes again. Yeah. RJ, He's been singing this tune RJ. forever. He once told me he could Sir. score a basket in an NBA game. I can. I can score a basket in the NBA game. I could also do this in an, in an NFL game right now. <sighs> no, not really. But young Dan could have. The easiest dadgum thing to do in the NFL. It's amazing to me. Defenses are so stupid. Um, 30 to 27, we're down. Mm-hmm. 30 to 28, we're down. Uh, minute 30 to go, two timeouts, kick me the ball. All right? I get the ball in my 25, mm-hmm. okay? I they're going to give you 10 yards every gonna time. They're going to give me 10 yards up to like the 50, mm-hmm. and I only need to get to the 40 in this yeah, day and age. Yeah, it's changed. You're I don't right. understand yeah. why you go into some sort of layback thing, yeah. man. Prevent what we call that well, in the day. in the day it's it was. Less. I don't know what no. it is today, but soft. I know this. Soft underneath soft coverage. coverage. Yeah. And, and it's every freaking and then you time. Just, and then you just got to make one play, and you're yeah. feeling Because now the kickers can all kick at 60 yards. Back the in the day. The one thing you can't do, yeah. Ryan Tannehill, you dumb A, is get sacked. Yeah. If you just don't get sacked, you're fine. If you get sacked, it throws everything into. So you got to have a feel. Worst case, just throw it away, bro. But it's amazing to me how how it's not that difficult, man. You run a couple crossers. You hit a guy here or there. He picks up eight. He picks up 12. You get up to the line of scrimmage. You do the same thing. You get right up to the 45, 50-yard line. You got to hit one play. If you hit the play, you got a field goal. Jeff, I'm right, aren't I? Oh, for sure, and and again, we called it prevent back in the day. And they, but the difference now is they had to get it down to the twenty to be sure about the fuel. Correct. Goal. Now you get it to the forty, bro. And Honest they're, to they're God, fifty get, fifty. Unless you got McManus, who's Who not going to make the kick. Yeah, six out of seven. That joker's missed. Oh so. dear. Thanks for playing. At that, by the way, that's your big move by Trent Balky this offseason. That was the big shocking. Bring in a. A name player. Yeah. This dude let a guy go who didn't miss a field goal down the stretch for us to go get another guy who's missed six of the last seven here in winning time. Mm-hmm. You know why, Dan? Because it really changes the playbook on those fourth, third, and fourth down plays when you get on the other side of the 50. You know, mm-hmm. you can bring this guy in from Patterson, by the way. Something happened with him in Detroit. They cut him. Why, though? He gone. He did something. He was. He had not missed. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I hate to say he did something, but like they, he was a healthy scratch two weeks ago. And now he's gone. So you know what I feel the need to do happened. right What's now that? before we had to break. Oh, and I'm going to do this just because oh. I'm yeah, we gotta, ticked. Okay, I would say the p word, but I, I think we're not supposed to say that. Well, Trevor right. said it. He did. Yeah. Can you say, uh, 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 RJ? Can I he hear said Trevor they, say the they p word? Peed it away is what he said. We're peeing it away. Can you just find that little clip? Not the whole thing. I just need a little clip. Can you yeah, get that ready like, before I get? Yeah, I edited it. Yeah. Uh-huh. So now it's bleeped out. Oh, you did? <laughs> yeah, because I was like, we can't, we can't it. say the P word. Yeah. yeah, okay. Well, good. Good for you. Well, I got by a couple but times I'm gonna this, do this You're just, welcome. I'm going to do this you just because, out there. because we deserve this. I don't care. We deserve it. We, the, 
the, you and I or fans? Those of us who chose to believe in the Jaguars as oh, they yeah. let us and down. I did. I believed in them, too. Yeah. At 921 on December 26th, I'm looking at uh, NFL draft countdown with the 21st pick or 22nd pick. The Jags select Cooper Beebe, an interior lineman from Kansas State. Cooper Beebe. That's right. Draft talk. Ugh. We deserve it. Right in front of us, Seattle's going to take Bo Nix. Uh, Tampa's going to take the great white hope, Cooper DeGene at cornerback. I'd rather take him. Yeah. I mean, um, we need so much help, so many places. I don't know what we take. What might be good if we do this, Trent, take a good player. Can I give you my uh, – um, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Has Lamar Jackson now played himself into the biggest oversight in NFL history? I mean, I, maybe Brady, I guess. he was MVP undrafted. of the league again. He's going to be MVP. They all passed on him, including us for Taven Bryan. We, we took Taven Bryan, dude. Yeah. Well, it's not just that. We had, he was there for the taking yeah, last right. year. Yeah. Well, and yeah. He was there for the taking. For other teams. You for mean. other teams. Yeah. Any team. Yeah, yeah. Any team could have had him. So interesting. Twice. He, he's the odds on favorite to win the MVP. And now we're out of time, by the way. So he probably will. The only other guy, and he doesn't get enough love, and he had a great game last night, is McCaffrey. Yeah. I think McCaffrey. Well, and they got so blown out that he's, yeah, he's but off he's, the board. It's, it's, it, all, it's also hard to win from that position. Brock Purdy lost the MVP. I, I'm going to I'm gonna tell you, and you. some may argue. Cooper Beebe. And that's fair. What up, Beebe? Some may. So is that Don Beebe's kid, you think? I don't think so. Because Beebe's a little dude. That would be a big guy. Yeah. I, I have. We did put Cooper on the juice at a young age. I have the NFL uh, Coach of the Year, and I don't think you can guess it in three guesses. Mm-hmm. You want to try? My NFL Coach of the Year. Okay. Coach of the Year in the NFL. Would you like three guesses or no? i sorry. I got distracted here by reading five-star cornerback A.J. Harris has been crystal balled to Florida. Harris currently on campus for an unofficial Is this business. the guy that's going back to the 2024 class? I think this is the... No, the reclassified this, guy? This is the Georgia kid. Is this 2025? This might be revenge on us. For, is this now or 2025? I think this is now. Okay. It's 2025. Anyway, I mean, I don't whoever's there to coach him. I don't him care. Him. I'm kidding. Go ahead. What's your I question? I need you to I tell me. Ask. I think you're going to give me three guys before the guy I'm giving NFL Coach of the Year. Now, that's a pretty good context clue. Now, there are certainly some worthy. You're going to say one, and I'm going to wholeheartedly agree. And you I want to know who the NFL it. Coach of the Year is? Yeah, that's right. I want to know who the NFL Coach of the Year is. I know is. who it is. And then I'm going to tell you who it is. Oh. I know who you're oh. going to tell me who it is. Okay. You're going to tell me Kevin Stefanski. Yeah. Yeah, and he's done a terrific job. Unbelievable job. And that's fair. Those, uh, those jokers on national radio were telling me his job was on the line. Well, that's crazy. Guys okay, can you, can you give four, me? Four different quarterbacks, Jeff. Four. Can, can, let me tell you who P.J. My, Walker. Let me tell you who my second and third are, and then I'm going to give you who I really think is okay. the coach of the year. The NFL coach. I, my, other, my, my next two are also from the AFC. Okay. Do you have anyone from the NFC that you would put in there? Uh, stand by. Let me look real quick through these teams. Well, I, he can't be coach of the year because their record's not good enough. But, again, I, I love Brian Dayball. Yeah. Um, All right, well, let's go back to the AFC. Nothing jumped out at you real quick. Oh, uh, yeah, I do. Sean yeah, McVay would that, be a Well, that, you know, I, 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 I wish I hadn't taken you to the NFC because that's who the coach of the year is. <laughs> and if you, think yeah, it's the, if you think it's someone else, you're wrong. Mm. What Sean McVay has done with a Rams team, who I will remind everyone, was 32nd in the power rankings when the season started. Yeah. In fact, I said something here in the preseason. Well, why can't uh, the yeah. Rams be good? And they y'all laughed at me. Everyone we laughed did. at me. Like I don't deserve football. So. Yeah, yeah. Apparently that was not. A stupid statement. It, apparently it was. Apparently not. Um, I, the other two, uh, Shane Steich and D'Amico Ryan's, also deserve a lot of thought because those two teams aren't any good. Yeah. And for them to be right here tied with the Jags, the anti-coach of the year right now, based mm. on the absolute plummet of his football team, Doug Peterson, who's done a miserable job these last four mm. weeks of coming up with any answers mm. after after. 
after every right answer for a year and a half. I can't get over <clears throat> Bobby Sala not going and getting Flacco back when I'm watching him just throw darts all. I know you think had I him last year, but I don't him. care. Yeah. I don't care. They were wrong. Well, but Sometimes they played coaches him. are wrong. They played him, too. That's what's weird. They had a chance to go get that guy. And fix, and they went with Zach. And the Rams, they, by the way, are in the they're the sixth seed in the NFC right now. So yeah, that's why I brought that yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, it's a weird one with Flacco, man. Yeah, only from this. Do you know already? Is this right? It is right. Wow. You want to hear how just how either good Flacco's been or how pedestrian the Browns were? Joe Flacco already leads the Browns in passing yards this year. Yeah. This year, yeah. Artie leads. Now, Deshaun only played six games, but Flacco with 1,300 yards already has more. And the only thing I was going to look at is what exactly, like what kind of opportunity. I'm just sure the Jets last year just didn't think he was any good anymore, maybe. Last year with the Jets, he made five starts, completed 57% of his passes, five touchdowns, three picks, passer rating 75. Ironically, in Cleveland, his numbers aren't that much better. He's just winning. He has 10 touchdowns, seven picks, and an 85 rating. They're just winning. They're just mm. winning. Duh. Amari Cooper had a game the other day. Oh. Yeah, you think? My gosh. Uh, a Browns record. Browns receiving record for yeah. Amari Cooper. 255 yards. Is that what it was? 255. 235? 265. 265 in a game. Mm-hmm. That's sick, man. And the NFL is down to cases now. Two weeks to go. And we have a wide open playoff race. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Unfortunately, our little kitty cat, soft kitty, warm kitty, you know, big little ball cup of, of fur, little little puff of fur. Yeah. Unfortunately, we are one of those now that's in the middle of all the drama of mediocrity trying to squeeze out a playoff berth. Right now, gun to my head, if you ask me, are the Jags going to make it, Dan? I'd say no. I'd say no also. Mm-hmm. And if y'all uh, down there at the stadium want to go change that narrative, feel free, my brothers. Yeah. Feel free. Prove us wrong. Catlin Chuck Accessories wrong Tuesday. You're on the drill. The Drill on 1010XL. From the studios of Republic Services, we'll handle it from here. I need one. Yeah, I can't believe what we're doing here, Dan. I, really, I know. Logs is here for a Burn the Tape Wednesday, uh, Tuesday. Yeah. And and we're talking about, I, mean, I can't believe I have to say this. Well, go, we, go Vegas. Well, we need one of <laughs> one of the two to lose this week, and then win the other one, and then the other one needs to lose the next week, and then we can just limp I, our way home. As much as 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 least amount of confidence I have about us beating Carolina I, at, at, home. at home, yeah, I have even less confidence sure. Sure. about going to Tennessee, yeah. where Mike Vrabel would like nothing yeah. better, especially after last than year, to flip the tables on yeah. us. I know. And stick it to the Jacksonville And we are Jaguars. just in such a spot, man, between the injuries, the talent, the way they're playing, the coaching, the roster. We're just suddenly in a – I don't like know a, how you can get out of this. We're suddenly broken. I know. Yeah. I, 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 really I suddenly don't. feel like like what they must have felt like last year in Nashville. It doesn't seem possible. I mean, it's, it's the exact same thing. Yeah. The Titans were 8-3. and three. Yeah. They were or eight and four, one of the two. They lost them all six they lost in a row. Last six. Yeah, yeah, so they to lose the division they by. Were, I think they were seven I think and seven, three. Ten. Yeah, I think they were seven and three. Yeah, and then no, that wouldn't be right. Seven and four. Seven and four. And then they lost the last six, yeah. including because even though they the were last game was for the division, they could have eight, won nine it. or nine and eight. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, it's just Oof. just just amazing. I thought I'd have a little fun here. Oh, I love fun. I've gone to our expert preseason predictions. Oh, very good. Right? I thought I'd pull it out and look at it here a little bit. Let's yeah. just see where we're at. Okay. Uh, you want to go to Super Bowl? Yeah, go Super Bowl. Um, poor E has Jags, 49ers. 
Okay. 49ers not terrible. The Jags certainly aren't going to the Super Bowl. They may not win the piddly little South. Yes. I have Kansas City, Dallas. Feel like, eh. I got I got second tier teams, I think, both there. Okay. You have Buffalo, Philly. So none of us have hit on only E has hit on the Niners. Yeah. Um uh, the Chiefs, by the way, look, if you didn't know the difference, if you put Jaguars uniforms on the Chiefs and yeah. Chiefs uniforms on the Jags, those two teams are playing really, really similar. What do we have Jags records as? I don't have the I well, I remember picking back in the in the back. You I had picked twelve real good, right? I had twelve and five. Yeah. I did yeah. back off. I really thought thirteen and four was possible. Yeah. Um here's what we had though. You had the Jets in the East. <laughs> well, Aaron Rodgers got it. Of hurt. course. Yeah. That's not terrible. Yeah. Ian and I both had the Bills. Okay. Uh, Easy only. And I know uh, you he both. love the Dolphins. You both had the Dolphins at least in the playoffs. Yeah. I didn't even have them there. Yeah. I had the Ravens and Chargers. How's that working? And sure. as the wild cards. Chargers. Uh, I had Bills, Chiefs, Bengals. Yeah. You did have the Ravens. That make, makes up for the Jets. We all had the Jags, which still may happen. Uh, NFC. You both had the Eagles. I had Dallas. I had Atlanta. You both had New Orleans. It looks like it'll be Tampa Bay. The North. We split it three ways. Mm-hmm. Only E had the Lions. We all took the Niners out west. Um. Yeah. It's not good. Yeah. That wasn't that fun. No. no. I thought I was hoping to find some little, you know, something positive. Yeah. Yeah. Something gleaming a little bit. I was looking for some gleaming. We haven't had a lot of gleaming of no, late. If no, you know what I mean. And no. I tell you what else, too. It's We're a broken football team, all the way down to the body language and the tone of voice in the press conferences. 100%. Like, I don't, like, I believed you after you lost that game at home to Cincinnati, and then I believed you after you went on the road with an injured quarterback and yeah. lost a tough one at Cleveland. And, yeah, I still believe because, oh, well, the Baltimore Ravens are really good. Yeah. And now it's like they don't believe either, and you could literally hear it in the inflection of, of Trevor Lawrence and, and Doug Peterson, you have a couple of guys there, the two most important guys in the franchise right now, yeah. seemingly at as big a loss as we are. How do you convince, <clears throat> as a coach, how do you get them, like, even went so far as to say, I can't make the plays, uh, you know, Mike Caldwell can't make the plays, Press Taylor, can't. how do you, which separates, I think, and, and I know the players are sitting there talking, and nobody ever wants Trevor to Trevor kind of pointed a little bit, too, for the first time. Kind of like, lousy practices, just, or yeah, just, just, just he more. didn't practice, but... But just like, and, and Doug saying what he said, you know, I think it's inevitable at some point. It's, well, it ain't me, right? Yeah, I, like I hope we're not to that point. I, I don't like these. And, and Tony pointed out in Breakfast with Baselli, and I'm sure Logs can speak to it as well. He, he was here with some some interesting locker room times and then in addition to other places. And when locker rooms lose, it's amazing how that great chemistry and culture can well, go sideways. And I, I do feel this. And again, I will stand by this. And I started saying this a week ago. It's so important for this franchise to somehow win the South. Forget the playoffs for a second. Just get in. You know, just get in and win the South back-to-back. It does mean something. Uh, you know, and I don't know how you're going to do it. I don't know if you can do it. But somehow, some way, win the AFC South. Get into the postseason. Then... You do get a home playoff game, see what happens. But if you lose these last two and lose your last six, then 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 there's accountability. Then there's lots of strange discussions in the offseason. Then there's finger pointing. Then there's it wasn't me, it was you. Then there's, you know, can you look, the Titans didn't pick up the pieces from a year ago. They got worse. Idea. Okay. Now they're looking at, you know, well, Derrick Henry's probably gone and a changeover and Will Levis will be their guy, and there's question there. I mean, there's so – it's – it's if you it, – for the future, it's important to find ways to win these last two games. And I'm not confident that they will. I'm just not. But I don't think anybody. Who would be? I mean, why would you be? 
The numbers bear it out. The stats are not good. So, anyway, uh, we're going to make the turn for home when we come back. We're going to hand it off to the boys. Uh, Logs is here today, so we know that it's it's that kind of Super Tuesday. Did you see this one picture of Trevor? I thought that sort of summed it up. His I face, almost thought that was Photoshop. His face contorted. Again, for a guy, those those are the plays that happen so many times Nobody that you sees. don't notice. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's this a, is a dude with a concussion who yeah. took that shot. That's a physical The O-line has just failed this point, and, and Trevor's not playing good football. Yeah. It, it, this yeah. is, you know, no need to play the role of apologist slash believer yeah. at this point. He's not yeah. playing good football right now. But my gosh, can he take the golf carts back? Think about what the O-line has done to this cat. Well, first, Press Taylor ruined him. Called some rollout play in a game that's in control, hurt his knee. <laughs> then that clod of a, you know, of of of, of missteps. Well, by the steps way, on him. By the way, and this is also a fair question. Yeah. And it was asked, why was he in the game at that point on Sunday? Yeah, that's well, right. There's no reason for him to be in the game. But again, the same old line that stepped on him and messed that up, and then they got him sacked and concussed first, and and now they've got his right shoulder because he's running for his life after about two seconds. Um. Oof. Again. The state of the offensive line, which it's okay for us to get duped. Yeah. We're fans. Yeah. We're media. It's not okay for the lifeblood of the organization, the front office, to review the tape and look at what they were and make the decision that, yeah, we're good. Yeah, That's, that's deplorable. This is The Drill on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. The Drill on 1010XL. From the studios of Republic Services, we'll handle it from here. Now, the two-minute drill brought to you by Tire Outlet, keeping 1010XL on track with wholesale prices and premium service. Tire Outlet, Jacksonville's largest locally owned automotive repair shop. Good morning, Tone. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing all right. Oh, you got a big one today. Yeah, we got to get back to this, don't we? You got a lot of places to go over. <laughs> it's a burn yeah. the tape Tuesday, so yeah. we got that. It'll be a ceremony. Yeah. I mean, I remember like... Early on Sunday, there was like a third and 15, and then a third and 12, and then like a third and 22 or 20. Every I mean, time. Just, yeah. And then the Bucks would have a third and eight and convert, convert, and four, yeah, convert. They did that three times on the first day. The yeah. Bucks converted more third downs than the Jaguars faced. How about that? The Bucks had 10 third down conversions. The Jags only had third down nine times. Well, <laughs> uh, I, mean, I, I see I, logs here, so you got Jeff Logman. Yeah, we'll gonna, be uh, yeah. checking the tape after all. Spending a glorious Monday off yeah. with it being Christmas, and yeah. oh, now we got to get back to back it. Back to it. Look. You better find us a victory on Sunday, man. Oh this thing gosh. is a free fall. We are free falling. Baby. Oh my god! Yeah. So, all right, well, have a great show, Thank Jeff Logman, Mike and Tony, full strength. Uh, boy, they're gonna check a tape. Ooh, are they gonna check? Like it? I said, burn <laughs> it. Let's burn it. RJ. Now today's takeaways brought to you by Key Buick GMC where our family dealership has been helping families buy vehicles for over 50 years. Jeffrey. My takeaway is this. Unless the Texans lose to the Titans and the Colts lose to the Raiders this weekend, we are going to miss the playoffs after starting 8-3. Oh, dear. Yeah, I don't think we're going to win the last two games. Why would I think that? I'm not even confident against the stinking Carolina Panthers in their two wins. And then you got to go up and face a Tennessee squad who's made a history. Oh, no. They built the fabric of their franchise on on grabbing us by the nose and pulling us outdoors. So, yeah, uh, go go Titans at Houston and go Raiders at Indy because they play each other. Mm -hmm. If they both, you know, if they both win, one of them's going to be nine and eight. Yeah. And... Uh, or 10, whatever they'd be. 
My take. They be ten. One of them. One of them. Yeah, will be at least nine and eight. And then you know, we're in, if we don't beat Tennessee, we're in trouble. My takeaway is this: I took a picture yesterday because I saw the Chiefs and the Raiders playing. I'm just trying to make a point that it's all across the NFL. This is the defending Super Bowl champions that host playoff game after playoff game every year, and it was third quarter, Jeff. And that stadium was half damn full. There are a lot of empties in there, man. It's cold. It was and, Christmas. And I get that's all I get. And Dan, I mean, uh, guys, Christmas is more important yeah. to people than it's shut up. Yeah, I don't. I I'm don't, just point that out because we always get the well, we always get the heat on that. I don't know. We if this, always get the yeah, heat. and that's a at, to me. Listen, I'm just as, saying it's the way of life in the NFL, my man. As a fan, I don't have to like it. As yeah. a fan, I still think it's wrong. As a fan, I wouldn't want Jacksonville to be that way. Yeah. That being said. Yeah. The kitty cats yeah. haven't played worth a flip at home. Yeah. It's New Year's Eve. Yeah. You got something better to do? Oh, dear. That's on you. I'm oh, not putting boy. it on some civic responsibility. Yeah. When these dudes have won, what, two at home all year? Just saying it's a way of life in the NFL. Yeah. RJ, what's your takeaway from filling in with us today? My takeaway is that I truly did miss uh, doing this with you guys oh, in the morning. Yeah, you should have said that at 6 o'clock. We would have sent out breakfast for you. Thank you, RJ. Uh, <laughs> that's the drill. We're back tomorrow. Lagerman and Tony yeah. and Mike got it going on with Jax today. Been a Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday. The drill from the studios at Republic Services. We'll handle it from here.